<laughs> we are back with a random number episode of Farm Hammer. This is two. Well, the, the the eve of the tournament. I always class Friday as the first day of a tournament because it's always I always travel, so I always the Friday is always day one as far as I'm concerned. But yes, Farm Hammer is this weekend. Um, and I'm joined by Kara. Hello. And the returning conquering hero of uh, Six Nations, uh, Mr. Pennington. Bit of a stretch. That's quite, hey, quite best, a stretch. Uh, but, best, you know. best result for Scotland in a long time. Take it. <laughs> I will take that. Hello, everybody. <clears throat> so, yeah, so I think well, we're going we're gonna to go over the lists. Well, some of the lists for the tournament. But I think first, we are going to touch on Andy's Six Nations experience. Great. And how it went for him. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll just dive right into that. Okay. Yeah. I'll well, take, um, take, I'll let you take the floor. Sure. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm sure most of you are aware uh, the Six Nations was uh, the weekend past. Um, I think it's good to come at it probably from a general perspective of the team first. Uh, and, and then I'll I'll give you my thoughts on it. Um, so um, yeah, as you say, um, Scotland um, placed five out of six, which, uh, as I understand it, it is uh, the best play, uh, placing for the last few years. Uh, uh, so yeah. definite improvement along along the uh, uh, along the stretch there. So I mean, um, I mean, improvements beyond the finishing position. There was improvement yeah. in the round as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, we also uh, we, we did joint tie for um, best sport, which I, you know I think is a is an accolade that we as a team are pretty proud of as well. We 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 you know Wales got it. I think the the ruling is is that you the 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 team that has is higher higher up uh, in the scoring. Uh, gets the the, um, the best sport simply because it's deemed to be harder to be, to keep uh, as a best sport if you're higher in the points somehow. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's what a lot of singles tournaments run as well. It's a quite a common way if you do get multiple best sports tied, you tend to go with the highest ranked. Yeah, yeah. Although I do kind of find that a little bit strange somehow you know i kind of look at it like maybe is it not harder to be best sport when you're less points i don't know uh it seems kind of somehow I think there's always the, the worry that you're giving best sports to people that are doing worse because you feel bad for them right mm. sympathy vote i see yeah there's yeah. always the worry that especially at a singles event when you see someone get four or five sports votes but they're like bottom of the table and okay all right not take away sense. from them you, you know I'm sure, looks like, you know, there's plenty of people I know that have got it that are lovely people, but I think it's to avoid that perception of it's a sympathy vote. So if you give it to, so if you're playing hard lists, which can be unfun to play against, but still getting the best sports vote, then it shows that you are a good egg, really. Mm. I think. Okay, fair egg. enough, fair enough. But uh, but yeah, so anyway, um, you know, Wales did get it. Um, we did vote for Wales uh, across the board, which might have helped well, the chances mistake, somewhat. See, yeah, you should, yeah. You should tactically vote. Should have been sports. tactical. I know, I know. Yeah. One one or two people did mention it, but uh, but no, <laughs> uh, we we're straight How up like that. How can you tactically vote on best sports? That's not. Oh, right. you can. Oh, you can. You absolutely can. You absolutely can. yourself. You're not best sports yourselves. I know, I know. This is true, yeah, but that's it. Exactly. You know, like we're we're straight up. We're honest. 
um, and I was very happy voting for Wales, honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, so no, I mean, as a team, um, we prepped for this. Uh, we gave it our best. Um, everybody uh, gave it our best. Everybody, um, uh, you know, kept their spirits up, and uh, and it was it was just an amazing experience all around, really. Um, mm-hmm. And um, uh, I'd say everything I hoped it would be. I, I think the only exception being that um, the results that I personally came away with weren't weren't great. But I, I'm quite happy to to dive into that in a little bit more depth. Um, I think it's an eye opener. I think so. Teams of that caliber, because everyone says it, and it's true. Six Nations is harder than Worlds because you yeah. don't avoid the big ones. You play, you play England. Like there's no way around it. Six Nations. Yeah, I mean, quite the eye opener that, like, okay, this is what I can do well at Scottish events with my skill level. But as soon as you go international, you go, okay, there is that, there is a level beyond this. And it's once you realize that, you can then start to see, okay, I need to improve by doing X, Y, or Z. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would argue that, you know, any any international tournament, I suppose, is a tournament, you know, effectively on a larger scale but when when you're picking yeah. a six nations you know you, you i think it's reasonable to assume that every anybody on that team is is a a fairly regular four and one or five and oh you know um yeah uh, so you know i i don't know i mean unless unless you're me <laughs> but like but you know the, but you have to say that that um you know this is what makes in my opinion that what makes the scottish um seen really great is that they are willing to bring new players up through the ranks and and it's not easy to do that i think because you're you you're kind of on on some level accepting um a handicap there you know um yeah. to yes. a degree now and i'm not using that in a negative way that that word it, it just it is what it is if you if you want to if, if you want to be a little bit more elite about it and pick just all top top level five and oh players statistically speaking you stand a better chance than than picking players who still have you know uh years of experience to gain you know like so you know but but that is just the way of it but i think you as a as a collective community have the opportunity to grow more if if you bring players up through that way and then those players then offload their positive experience and try to help the the next player and and you pay it forward you know like so um i I really love that actually you know um and i think the other sort of elephant in the room regarding that is worlds right yeah there's only so much tournaments and team events the top players in any scene can go to so you kind of naturally have that bit of a division where you your top your top echelon so we say goes to worlds and you use six nations as sort of a training ground to bring up the next level to get to that stage where they can go to worlds yeah yeah yeah. Just, I just think that's also time also and money. Yeah, you yeah. can't do both. It's expensive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, traveling for these big tournaments is not is not cheap. Especially yeah. if you know the if it does go to Sweden next year for Six Nations, that's not going to be a cheap Six Nations weekend. No, no, that's true. Um, Worlds is expensive in Amsterdam. You know, it was the one of the most expensive bids for it. So. Yeah, I mean, geez, it's, it's even expensive locally. I mean, re- realistically, yeah. like you, you, if you're, you know, you need to be, I suppose, getting your reps in under a tournament condition, really, to mm. to to keep your to keep sharp, you know. Um, so like, um, you know, you're traveling to those and 
you know yeah. um, the, the more of those you get in the better really so like you know it's it's got it's even locally it's got its own you know costs associated with it so um but yeah it's the uh, mental cost as well because well, i did it the previous year and it's just so draining you just you get fed up of your list you want yes. to change <laughs> but you've got I, to play it and you want to do your best for the team but yeah you just get shot yeah, I I I I get where you're coming from, and I, I was going to touch on that a little bit as well. But 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 essentially, uh, what will always be the case, and, and in case it at any point does not come across this way, um, you know, I, I was I was thoroughly honoured to be a part of the team, and very very grateful. You know, like uh, it, it, I think more so having had the results that I did actually, it kind of made me appreciate it on some level more. Yeah. Um, you know, because um. Because the Scottish team, you know, despite their ethos of, of bringing, you know, you know, arguably less experienced players through, we still have some really great players. You know, we still have some really great people yeah. who are who can who can absolutely destroy. You know, like so. Um, so you can never allow yourself to, for a minute to forget that you you have the opportunity. It's an opportunity to be there. It's, it's you know and. Uh, um uh, and and it's something to to definitely be grateful for because it's almost certainly someone's going to step up and you know take that place if you if you don't so exactly, so I think yeah yeah, yeah. so um, so anyway you know as a, a broader team experience I think we we all we all really bonded I think on this one and and um and dug deep um you know I've I've said openly in the chat my thoughts on 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 things um. Uh, just quickly to reiterate, um, you know, uh, as I said, Scott, Scott gave up his time to come along as a coach, um, and um, you know, <laughs> I think if you, it's quite I can imagine just sitting watching all these amazing games unfolding and, and kind of not being a part of it so much as why was I mean, obviously part of the pairing process that. and and well there you go so you know yourself as well that's yeah, right of course you were the coach before that yeah last year. That's right, of course. Yeah, so uh, you know, I've, I've played a world. So all three of us have that team sort of experience there, so we've, sure. all, we've all done that. There you go. So you know, it was a long, exhausting weekend to yeah. not even be playing. You know, um, and Sinky, you know, as well. Um, <clears throat> you know, he's he's a very experienced guy, and you know, he was constantly full of um, good wisdom and shit humor. Sorry, good wisdom and good humor. Um, Shit wisdom and good humor. Shit wisdom, good humor. Insert variable here. Um, but no, it, uh, you know, he he was, you know, quite quite regularly taking me away and just having a word in my ear, just, you know, about, you know, ways to think of certain things and stuff like that. Mm. That you know, a, a little bit of nuance that actually aren't quite obvious. Um, mm -hmm. you know, right away. And uh, again, I'll come back to that. But, um, and then of course, Big Paul, who, like, uh, the bazooka man. He just, you know, you you could. I think you could definitely tell. Um, I think. Um, in what was it? The second, the second round. Just how much passion he had for that because we were all on tenterhooks about whether or not that was going to go our way or not, and it just did. Um, yeah, that second round result was pretty spectacular. Uh, yeah, it it uh, it just did, but we were all it went down to the last game, you know, like Stu's yeah. fire slayers and and he and he eked out and it was it was brilliant, but <laughs> he was he was uh, he was it was nerve wracking for him as well. But like you know, he 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 was an amazing captain. Led led us all, pushed us all hard in the right way, um, and you know as I, I outlined before without going into too much detail about it there were some penalty <clears> points that we that we ended up getting on the team which he fought to claw back on um and uh um 
it was it was all to do with list building. It was you know, in fact, it was quite yes. a controversial one. I don't know. Maybe I will go into a bit of detail on this actually, just just very quickly. Um, so so what had ended up happening was there was we we, we kind of got docked five points at the start because there was a little bit of an error in Stu's list. Uh, we all missed it. Uh, all of us in all of our list reviews, we were talking about mm-hmm. it in all of our meetings and lead up to it. It slipped through, you know. So, um, you know, it was a mistake as a team that we that we missed that. Um. Uh, but um, JJ's list also had a, a, an issue with it, and what, yeah, this was discussed on stream as well. So this was right. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I've not stream. actually caught the stream, so I, I don't know exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I do but know, I know the, about Stu's list building issue, but I was aware of JJ's list building issue because it did it did come across. Um, yeah, well, but, that's an interesting one though, and this is I think this is where Paul was able to successfully make the case to TOs. Um, in the app. Um, when you select um, call for aid, um, although it's... Cast. Just, yeah, uh, the Stormcast holy commands. That, the, that's right, the holy command. Yeah. Um, it selects it properly, but then when you go to copy and paste the list, yeah, it does not there. copy and paste it. Yeah. So we did that. No one noticed. It was definitely selected. Um, and I suppose that, well, it definitely is on people to submit the correct list, and that was Known as a as a as a hard factor there. There is an argument that says, okay, well look, you know, um the the TOs insisted we use the app. We did. Mm-hmm. We used the app properly. We copied and pasted. Okay, there was an error there. But in all of all of JJ's games, he said at the start, I've got call for aid. So he never omitted it. No. Um, uh, and all of his opponents recognized and and acknowledged that he had said uh, at the start of it. Um so Based on all of that evidence pulled together, um, Paul managed to bring the TOs round and save us ten points, and mm-hmm. and we we won by seven. So <laughs> so um, I, like you know that. Oh, it's so disheartening to lose because of penalties. Yeah, I think I it mean, would be. Yeah. Yes, I I very very much definitely see that. That yeah, it's it's a fault of the actual technical side of it, but you're still copying and pasting, and it's still going through the lists afterwards, manually checking them. But GW should really have their apps that work. Yeah. And show yeah. it. I remember it, uh, at Worlds, the year we went, we all almost got docked points. In fact, almost every country, and that's why they couldn't dock, because they wanted to have our faction scenery in our lists. Mm. Now, no one puts their faction scenery in their lists, but it is an option to add it in. So we all had to go back and resubmit our list with faction scenery, but that was almost a huge thing for Worlds. There are twenty. Yeah. Last yeah. year was it last year? No, it wasn't last year. Two years ago. No, it was yeah. last year. Oh, well, it, it was mentioned this time that we, we we had to make a careful point of of making sure the faction scenery was included. Yeah. In oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, but like you know, you have to look at it like this. It was built in the app and copied out of the app. So that's one layer that it's gone through. Mm-hmm. We all checked our lists. That's the second layer it went through. The TOs checked the list. That was the third layer it went through. And then JJ played two other players before it got spotted by somebody I in think game three. So like Once it, it went through the TOs, I think penalties are hard to enforce once the TOs have approved it. That would be my, yeah. one of my arguments. 
I, exa- well, I, I kind of said that too. It's like, well, hang on. If they've if they if they specified it was the app and they approved it also, but I don't really know. The, I, I can understand that the players might feel agreed by it, but anyway, the, well, we can leave it at that. It was resolved. I think the resolution yeah. we were all happy with. Um, you know, all things considered, we did accept it. At the same time, you know, it was a list error, and at the end of the day, you're not supposed to submit lists with errors. That is the bottom line. So. We accepted what we had, but yeah, as I say, Paul fought for that and did mm-hmm. did not give up, and and to me, like that was just such an inspiring thing to witness because he's an amazing man. Yeah, it it really did change the outcome, and um, and I, and I hope he gets all the credit he deserves for the leadership that he showed um, this team uh, and the direction he took it uh, because it's a lot of work, and I think that was never more obvious than 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 now to me just how much work can go into being a team leader in these Mm -hmm. scenarios um so so anyway that yeah great great all round that is the bit about the team i'll 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 launch i'm aware that i'm probably burning up a lot of time here so i'm gonna i'm just gonna launch really quickly through my games um yeah um game one i played ireland's uh jim's sylvaneth winterleaf and um uh you know, I, I I'll be honest. When I saw the list, I kind of thought, mm, yeah, I feel this. I'm feeling good about this one. I felt it was a bad matchup we, for me. We have Reese. We 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 know. You know, Scotland has suffered under Sylvanath suppression for. <laughs> I know. God, I know, right? Especially yeah. against your sons. <laughs> yeah, I I played Sylvanath for about a year before I started playing Warhammer on the scene. So like, you know, um, so uh. So, but you know, so we played, we you know, and it was a good game. Jim played well, um, but but my my dice really did abandon me in that game. And I think even Jim said the same thing. You know, I think he he recognised quite early on about it. And in fact, even the team captain happened to be walking by a few times and witness my dice failing me and came up to me yes. later and said, "By the way, <laughs> just shaking my head." You know, he yeah, says, um, I I I saw it and it was bad. So um, so anyway, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, Jim was a great lad. Um. And good to play against. Um, second game was against uh, uh, Matt from Wales. Uh, his um, Gargants. Um, it just it just wasn't a game I could win. Uh, you know, and I knew it going. Like just you you know that way. It wasn't a pessimism thing. You just there was only three objectives diagonally yeah, in the board. Yeah, and it, I, I just Seraphon is 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 great at lots and lots of mortal wound chip damage. Or at least mm-hmm. the list I was running, most of them are running. Um, and there just wasn't enough to do enough at any no. yeah, you're, at you're any given point. The Gargans before they've scored, they've maxed primary for like three turns, and at which point yeah. nothing you can do. He, he did catch me with it with an excellent uh, maneuver. That I just kind of wasn't really expecting, which was the whole. Um, uh, Stonehorn charge, monstrous action thing. Uh, brought his brought his um, his mega in at one side to my basti, um, and then just went whoosh, swung him round, looped him yeah. all the way around. A bit of impassable straight into croak at the back. So uh, yeah, so um, that didn't go well for croak. Um, and Shocker. <laughs> yeah however i i thought you know what let's 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 fucking yolo this i'd saved up enough points for a stegadon so i thought you know what i'm fucking bringing a stegadon so i did yeah. it made my charge um straight into his mega smashed it with everyone i had nothing <laughs> yeah well it didn't do nothing but it didn't do really very much you know like i think it's <laughs> You know, it's steg- 
Stegodons in a Starborn summon is not the same as an old Stegodon with Kink Chief from a Thunder Lizard list. Yeah, that no. that there could smash a Gargant, yeah. right? This nah, nah, tough. <laughs> so anyway, it, it was never gonna go my way. I just couldn't do enough. I, and that's the thing as well. When they move on to objectives, it's not like I've got a sneaky battle tactic where I race ten skinks onto an objective, steal it from something, and I get a battle tactic. Um they all count as 20, 25 models, or whatever. So like, yeah, just, you're, nah, just not, not, you're just not taking yeah. off. So anyway, that was that. It was what it was. Third game, I went. Uh, it was against Sweden. Um, I went into. Um, I think I'd, I hate not getting people's names right. I think his name was Linus that I played. Um, he apologies if I got that wrong, Linus, and you're listening. Um, but um, uh, played his Slanesh again. I looked at that and went, okay. I've played Slanesh a few times. I've been, you know, I've had some good games against Slanesh. Yeah. I fancied it. And it started off so well for me. Um, he, he messed up his first battle tactic. He, In doing so, he kept a whole bunch of stuff on his back lines. He'd packed them into his own deployment in, in and around. So he basically clustered them up. So I was hitting him with the Realm Shaper. Yeah, you are just I was going hitting him with the, the Maelstrom through the Spell Portal. You know, um, you know, like Comet's Call was going off, and it was just removing units after you. Like I was like, this is this is going on a trajectory towards tabling. I was feeling very happy yeah. about it. Now, somewhere along the line, I don't you know just what stop happened. There and just pretend it all went well. I, I I would love to, but this was the one that really stung for me. I I don't I th- I think. So one of two things has happened. Either either I was slower than I thought I was, which I think I probably was at some points for sure because I felt like I was going a bit slower. Mm. Either that or I left my clock on at some point and didn't realise. But I turned around and he had about 30 minutes left and I had about less than 10. I think I'd had like seven and a half minutes left. Yeah. And so I smashed through one turn quickly as I could. But by this point, he had obviously realised that he could he he could run my clock he he was run he was going for running the clock down this was yeah, how he was going to recover right um and it's legit strat you know fair enough um and he and he battered on i did everything i could to get everything in place and do what i could but i zeroed out and and so he had two full turns of doing whatever he wanted yeah. and he he won 24 20 um which was was a really i mean he did say to me after it was only the clock you know like and i said i know yeah otherwise <laughs> like, like you know like but it was a sore one because i had been i had been working on my time it, obviously the hero phase is, is lengthy but i had been working on it and i felt like i was doing well with it but it just i don't know what happened it just didn't i zeroed out and um I mean, yeah. Starborn is always going to take about 30, 40 minutes, especially that first turn, second turn of your clock. And that's, yeah. Well, honestly, I, I, I was I was battering through them. You know, all, all tournament, I was getting down to like, you know, 20 minutes tops for a hero phase. But even 20 minutes is quite a long time. It's quite a long time, though, when you've got to factor in certain movements and manoeuvring with skink and stuff like that. Or, or you know, anyway, you know, it's, I was trying to it's get it down to about 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, but anyway, maybe maybe there's others out there that are better than I am. But for whatever well, reason, it, it sometimes it when it gets to that, it's about practicing purely your hero phase. Well, that's what just, I was doing. Games, well, get this, play. get this, get this for a game of golf. I, I meant to say, right? Um, in my first game with Jim, I picked up the dice for my first roll of the game, Miss Cassis Lan. 
that's that that's that was the that was that was how that game went ironically i went back to my hotel room the night before to drill hero phases i sat on the floor um stuck out my endless spells and started drilling hero phases <laughs> the very first role i made <laughs> i miscast this line <laughs> did you so, did you bid those dice immediately or did you take them with you the next day <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I probably should have been them immediately, just to be on the safe side. But uh, but anyway, so uh, it was just ridiculous, absolute silliness. But um, but uh, so anyway, that was game three. Um, so by this point, I I was feeling going into game four the next day. Um, I was feeling pretty charged up, but absolutely fucking determined not to run out of time. Right. Yeah. So. Playing against Russ's Seraphon mirror match, he had almost exactly the same army as me. I think the only difference was that I had Hoarfrost on my slant and he had Blizzard, I believe, and that was it. The, yeah. Everything else was pretty much the same. Um, so, so determined was I to make sure that I did not run out of time, that I went lightning fast in my hero phase and just went a little bit too fast. And I made a critical error game one. Eh, sorry, turn one. Um... And 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 I'm I'm kind of kicking myself because although I really respect Russ as a player, I knew he was good going into it. And I knew that I would be learning from him in this game. I I felt that I could have given him a right good run for his money and pull off a shocker. Even you know yeah. like um I I I've got enough treachery in my blood to uh <laughs> to uh to to pull a fast one on certain things. However, I made a mistake I would never normally have made. I don't really know why I did it, but uh, but basically I um, would normally screen my skinks out in front of me and then like um, uh, you know summon maybe another unit in or something like that and then you know fill yeah. out the board. So just to protect yourself, for some reason I took one of those units that I summoned and I moved it in the hero phase of the spell and then I and then I moved it right up forward to his his front line. Um, I don't know why. I kind of thought that if I can just sort of plug up that front gap and hold it <laughs> off for a wee while then maybe maybe uh it would uh, it would help me somehow but it was a ridiculous mistake because it just left a giant hole right in front of me which um he then summoned chargers into and they got into croak and stuff um again like i just it's not the kind of move i would ever normally do i don't think i've ever done it so i think it was just the no. sheer speed that i was going at and the, the, the pressure from you yeah yourself, knowing that you timed out last game yeah not yeah knowing, knowing you timed out is always affect your next game uh-huh i wouldn't say i was on tilt but it was something like tilt it was like you know right okay let's not make that mistake again let's make a whole other new mistake yeah uh instead you know like uh so anyway um and, and you know, uh, Russ played the game perfectly. It, you know, he had wizards on objectives. He racked up a mass of points. Really hard for me to kind of get anywhere with it. Um, there was a little bit of a controversial moment about whether or not like all of the chargers could have got into croak. Um, I won't go into details on that um, because having reflected on it in hindsight, I probably should have contested it maybe more than I did. Um, right. However. Um, uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I think Croak probably would have died anyway, you know. Like, so I, yeah, I, there, I was think a, it, there was enough getting in. And Croak's yeah. not super good if you can, if you can get into Croak, he does tend to fall over. He's not got the, yeah, the I really, I really don't like Croak's rule of the, the, the sort of like rolling dice to see if it, I just, mm -hmm. it does my head in. I would just rather he had like. 18 wounds on him taken and he had one more turn of spell casting and then he dies or something like that but this whole idea that you know i don't know i just don't dig it personally yeah, i never ha never have if i'm honest 
Yeah, n- never have. The, the way I roll sometimes, honestly. And I, 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 people, I'm sure there'll be people agree with me. I've had some right horror stories in front of other people. In fact, there was a tournament, what was it? Cyberite, I think. Just two, two games in a row, the same thing happened. It was like rolled fives and sixes. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's what it is. Cool. <laughs> so anyway, Russ won that one. He won convincingly well. Good good player, really good guy. Um, deserved that win. Um, so I'm 0-4 now. Going into game five, and I got yeah. matched against Corn. Um, yeah, which is which, as a Seraphon Magic heavy list, that is just what you want. <laughs> yeah, just, just yeah you like, can't hello, ask hello, us. <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah, honestly, I, I in a weird way, I was relieved. I, I, hand on heart, you know, I, it was just the pressure came off. I couldn't win yeah. that game. It was the one, you know, one of the few that I just know I can't win. Well. <laughs> It's it's not yeah. it's not impossible impossible but it's very very unlikely the way the, the you're allowing your opponent making lots of mistakes for you to capitalize on and this stuff right. going their way but in an even matchup corn just counter seraphon quite well as yeah should, really they're they're, they're they're designed to basically ruin yeah. seraphon's day so so look at the pressure came off my shoulders at that point because i was like that right okay i'm not winning this one it doesn't matter if it's taking it off of someone else let's get stuck in yeah um, Try to get some points to move on. So melee, I, sta- I, Croak. Yeah, I, I st- <laughs> so I started the game and I would like to give you a quote. And now, oh God, what was the name? It was Northern Ireland. We were playing the last, uh, mm-hmm. the last uh, one, and I cannot remember the chap's name. I'm very sorry because he was a lovely chap, um, really good to play against. Um, I, I will quote you what he said. Um, once I'd finished my turn, he said, "In ten years of playing Warhammer, I've never seen a turn one so bad." <laughs> yeah, I, I miscast my Star Seer, blew him up. Croak miscast. Uh, if, you know, when it's already hard enough, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, why not throw in a little bit more fuckery? Um, Didn't you primal miscast as well? So. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I primal, I primal miscast. Course, okay, okay, I know, I know. Scenery piece adds more damage into your miscasts, and that's right. It's d6, I think, instead or something yeah, like that. It's so, just awful. <clears throat> so, so basically, um, yeah, you know, it was one of those ones where I think I rolled a six and a one on Blizzard. The Blizzard was going into block of twenty Chaos Warriors who were kind of more or less right on my front line fighting a Basti. I thought, mm-hmm. you know what, this is this is what you need to put into this. I rolled a six and a one, yeah. and I thought, right, I'm going to put a prime onto it. All I had to roll was a two up. Or if you get a six, it can't be stopped by any means. So exactly. You know, so that's exactly. A- but no, Big Andy <laughs> rolled a one. You know, so I, I've come to the conclusion that I'd rather be fisted by Edward Scissorhands and roll a single other primal dice in my life. <laughs> um, it's a good job you've only got it for the next, like, eight months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, yeah, I'm sw- I don't know. I'm, <laughs> so primal dice can get to um, you. Stop then you'll never have to roll apart from this. Like, I don't know. Megas. Are there any are there any armies in the OS you don't have to roll any dice for? I, I'm just curious. Asking for a friend. I don't know. Um, Megas, you just stand on circles, right? That's well, spellcasting, Lumineth, you just yeah, tech tech and you just go, I cast it on a yeah. ten. Sure. The problem now is that everyone just unbinds it so easily. Techless is just crap right now. <laughs> yeah, so... So, so anyway, I, I, I finished out the game. I, you know, I, I, I lost 20, 
5.15 on that one, which I think actually, I've got to say, I felt quite okay with as a result, considering it's like, how difficult. Yeah. 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 Don't get me wrong, he mauled me, but like, but you know, we, uh, but it was, you know, it was, um, it was okay. So, but again, as a great, as a great example for teams, yeah, the difference between your score and Northern Ireland score, your result made the difference. Mm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would probably are. Yeah, well, in, any of the five points across the entire two days made the result of it made the difference. Really, it's not. It would, okay. you know, not, but not uh, but, game, but but there is one thing I would say. In, in you know, um, you know, it, it wasn't great going on five. I didn't feel very good about it. I'll be honest with you. Um, and I, I, I um, but one thing I, I I'll say to myself about it is I, I did. I did fight hard as fuck in every game. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't give up. I didn't mentally check out. Well, at least not, not openly. And <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I was a big win. Yeah. I, I was thinking to myself oh, in my head, like, Oh God, this is really, this, that was a real fuck up Andy. But like, but I still like, you know, presented a, presented the strength to the outside that I could and, and did what the best I could with that. Um, but I, I won't lie at the end of the, at the end of it, I was feeling pretty, I remember I walked I walked out of I'd gone up to to the room to change and I I I I'd come back down because I think we were all sort of thinking of heading out and um this was after game 5 and I was sitting in the lobby and um I spoke to Lewis on the phone I sort of filled him in mm-hmm. and stuff like that and you know I was I was kind of giving it you know telling him about you know the difficulty of playing against such a caliber of player and and all the other teams and mm-hmm. um and you know I said to him <clears throat> I said to him Sorry, <laughs> a wee bit emotional. <laughs> um, just that it was it was quite hard to take after you'd put in so much um, time and thought and yeah. um, consideration and, and stuff into it. Um, and he said to me, <clears throat> he said to me, Dad, he's like, you might not have deserved a 5-0 and, oh, um, and you might not have deserved a 4-1, and one, but you deserve to be there. Yeah, and that's... Oh. You, you can't get any better praise from your son than that. Yeah, yeah. my nemesis. It was, mm, <clears throat> excuse me. Your nemesis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was the thing. It was the right thing I needed to hear at the yeah. right time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, uh, moving past that. <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, so like, yeah, it was. I walked it, after my own five at Worlds. I didn't go out with the team that night. I was just mentally. I needed that break from it mm. because i'd gone to 5 and i wasn't in a great space yeah um, so it is it is challenging yeah i think it is and you know i think you you do so well at least i, I don't know about other people but i did <coughs> excuse me i did grapple with um feelings of you know i, I didn't deserve it i didn't deserve to be there i kind of let everybody down a little bit but you know like i said i i did i did genuinely really fight hard in every game you know mm-hmm. like i didn't give up and um and maybe that's the essence of it right there is that you just have to take it you just have to take yeah. it in the chin and move forward and go right okay you know what absorb every little tiny bit of experience that you can from this you know um it, you know the the the, the fuck up with the, the skink unit in, in my game of russ was a great example of where the emotion of running out of time the previous day affected my fourth game and i can tell you right now that will not happen again yeah you know that will not affect uh, it will make, cause me to make a silly decision the next day again um so um 
but you know, yeah. So I, I think I've taken up a lot of the time on this, but I, I'll no, just no, conclude no. by saying that, like, you know, um, I really loved it. Um, you know, and sitting back, having reflected on it, you know, I think there's definitely a lot of room for self-improvement on my part, but um, but I would definitely do it again, and I can't wait to do it again someday. I'm going to take a little bit of a break from the international side of it for now, but like, uh, yeah. but uh, and regroup a little bit. But I know that there are people out there who have been curious about it um, and stuff, and I would I just can't recommend it enough. You know, like it it, it does it changes you as a player, but for the better. Um, it, even it if is. you go zero and five, you know, like so. The previous year, I felt as if I'd let the team down until I got. A- Decent-ish, well, I say decent-ish, 20-0 versus England. <laughs> um, but it was, I felt as if I'd let everything down because I, I, I had fought for certain types of things in my list and I had to prove it. And if I had taken those Dragon Ogres, um, I probably would have done better. But also, it's yeah. silly mistakes. Like, I could have got another victory instead of, was it a draw? I think I got a draw, a perfect draw or something like that. Um, because he timed out, yeah, I was on my game, last yeah. five minutes. And I did a stupid thing of activating like Bellacore first mm-hmm. in combat or something like that when I should have gone with another unit to clear out his unit so I could have got my grand strat. Then it would have been another mm-hmm. victory. Yeah. But you, you're under pressure. You and fight the worst some thing of the best I'm, people. I'm sitting there as coach watching that game play out, and at this point, I cannot interrupt. I yeah. like it's. There's not enough time left on the clock for me to do anything about it. And I'm just sitting there seeing it like I can see it because I can view the whole table and I've not been playing a full game of Warhammer. So to me, as an outsider, you can see those plays and you just, yeah, it's just like if you just done one thing. But because playing with clocks is such a different way to play AOS. It is. It is. Unless you're doing it once a week, I think it's a really hard skill to master. Yeah, and I know like like Team England and that will be doing like once a week, if not every game they play is probably on chess clocks all year round. Yeah, a hundred percent. It becomes muscle memory. Sinky gave me a a, a a cracking bit of advice, um, and um, I think it's the kind of thing you need to hone over time. But he said, you know, look, he said, um, if you're going to make a mistake, you might as well make it quickly. You know, because yeah. if you if you sit and if you sit and deliberate over over something, whether or not something's right or wrong to do, um, and spend all that time thinking, and then you go and do it and make the mistake anyway, you know, like um, you're That's better like making the mistake wasted. and yeah, you're better exactly, you're better yeah. making the mistake, getting out of the way, and giving yourself a shot at recovering it somehow, you know, like, yeah. and I thought that was stellar advice now don't get me wrong like i i did make the mistake of running down the clock and then went right full full bull on a china shop my next game and i think the speed at which i was going and this notion of not wasting any time making mistakes made probably i made a mistake there but i think this is what i mean why i you need to hone it over time because the more that you do that in normal tournaments and get used to playing fast it becomes like muscle memory and i would instantly know right away now don't do that with this thing that's you know like you don't even think about that you know like um yeah so um so yeah no i just it's it's nuance like that and that's why i was saying at the beginning about sinky's you know the, the support he gave that kind of nuance only comes from someone who's done this a lot you know and and you're not yeah. really you can't read about that anywhere you know like uh you just have to feel that in in, in the game I environment think i think feel in general is a great thing for world six nations anytime you play on clocks you you have to just not analyze yourself and just go with your gut a lot of the time because 
you might need those, like you say, those times later on. You've only got so much minutes to do it in, so you've got to try and get to that point where your gut knows what it wants and you just fall ball with it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, sorry. Anyway, I was just going to say that 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 probably is is a summation of of my my Six Nations. It was an incredible experience, mm-hmm. um, and I um, I loved it. I will be looking to do international either Six Nations or Worlds or whatever at some point again in the future. Hundred thousand mm-hmm. percent, I'm gonna. Um, so um, for now, I'm probably going to take a bit of a step back, just re, 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 uh, recalibrate and refresh myself um, on it. But uh, but yeah, brilliant experience. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing um, what the next generation as well is doing with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so yeah, exciting times. Important question, Brown mm-hmm. enough world. Well, sorry, Six Nations. Did you swap shirts with anyone? I did. I swapped shirts with, with Welsh Matt. Because he was he was so good to play. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like all of my all of our guys that I played, I, I really really enjoyed playing all of them. I didn't really have any. There was no issues. There was no like you know you know what I mean. Funniness with anything um, really. Um, but uh, but Matt was just <laughs> probably because I knew I couldn't win that against the Gargans. It was just such an enjoyable, yeah. <laughs> nice chap to play against. He knew he'd won it. I knew he'd won it. No one said that, but we both knew. And so we <laughs> yeah. just played some bloody Warhammer and just had fun with it and tried our best. And you know, it was what it was. You know, uh, so yeah. No, I swapped with uh, I swapped with uh, Welsh and Matt. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I took. I, I took a year off as well between the internet. I, I didn't do anything yeah. this year. I didn't really want to. I'm thinking I'm next year, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I might try again next year. I might try for Six Nations next year. Um, yeah. I haven't really made any decisions yet. It's far enough in the future. I don't need to make any decisions right now. And I need to actually start playing a bit better, which is the plan for next year. Um, but yeah, I don't think I could do it every year. I know there's a lot of the community that does do it every year. Well, a lot of the community. A lot of the team is people that can do it every year. And I just... I don't think I could. I think I need that break mm. just to kind of come away and recharge. And it makes the if you think if you do it every year, your focus is entirely worlds, 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 worlds all year round. Whereas this year I had no focus. It was great. Next yeah. year focus could be Six Nations. I, I one thing I did take away a little bit from it actually was um, people may disagree with me on this. I mean everyone has busy lives and you know a lot of things on their plate at any given time. Um, you know, my my life is 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 quite mental. Like, like I have a lot going on, so like I um I I, I would say that the the clearer uh, uh, path you have to it, the better. You know, like if you can reduce the amount of other things that you have to deal with in your life at any given time. And and make Warhammer kind of more of a priority, and it's a bit like going to the gym. If you if you want to if you want to get in shape, you need to go to the gym consistently, regularly all the mm-hmm. time. And but but more so, you need to make it like a priority above, more important than anything else in order to keep that really. Um, and so uh, uh, not to the detriment of things, but just important. It needs to be your priority. Yeah. I think it's the same with this. This is what I'm realizing. 100%. You know, it's a lot. It's, the more reps on TTS you put in, the more time, the more just 
mental devotion you can give it, I think, mm-hmm. to, in a healthy way, you know, I, I think that the better off you will be. Um, so, yeah, if, if, you're, if you've got a really hectic, busy life, a lot going on, you know, maybe it's maybe it isn't the best time for you, but I still wouldn't de- discourage people. I would still encourage them to to look into it and be curious about it because oh, yeah, um, great experience. Everybody, yeah, it's great experience, and everybody operates in a different way. So, um, yeah, definitely, I loved it. So great, grateful to have been a part of the team, and just one last thank you to to everybody who who helped organize and facilitate and support. So fantastic, cool. Thank you very great much. Stuff. So farm, farm Yes. Yes. On to on to the next portion of the of the show. This weekend is Farm Hammer, this time at Brewdog. Um, so, yeah, I guess before we go into the list, I'll quickly ad- address the situation with Brewdog because I feel like it was a challenging time for me and the community did really well for me. Uh, so I just want to do another. We've done one public thank you from Andy. Now I'll do my public thank you again. Why not? We'll just we'll just keep it rolling. Um yeah, financially this year, Brewdog was a struggle. Um, I ended up being in a situation where I was, I'd lost quite a lot of money to put the event on. Uh, and then when we're, and was, we're discussing it in, in, in the TO chat, it was more of a, look guys, I don't think we can afford to run events in Brewdog anymore. Like as a scene, like I think the num- numbers we need and the cost it's all going to be like, you know, this was the whole thing. Um, and you know, after all that came out, we spoke about everything. Uh, Scott then went, also the, the coach, presentations went and actually organised a GoFundMe, uh, which you know a lot of people contribute to, and I am immensely grateful for. And it got it got me out of the the financial shortfall that I was in, um, and a little bit more, which means I can go back and do a lot of the prizes I wasn't going to be able to do. Um, so I just want to have another sort of thank you for for the scene for that um, best aos community in the world man exactly yeah right. yeah it's it was I'm something saying. that nobody needed to do i you know i started taking measures to get under you know to sort it out myself the event was still going to go ahead and everything like that and we only brought it up just to illustrate the point that doing some do you know, doing events outside of like the common ground that can be quite a challenge um mm. after so after after this tournament this weekend there's going to be a survey that goes out um, and it's going to be open to everyone, not just people at BrewDog, because obviously more people want to come want to come next year. Discussing things like pricing and and all of that, and I want that to get as much traction as we can because it's useful information as TOs that next year, every year, you know, things are getting more expensive for everyone. If we're going to run events, TOs can't afford to get out of pocket, and people have to be able to afford to go. So I think there will need to be a bit of a discussion on what's viable pricing for tournaments and, and things like that. Maybe sure. elaborate prizes maybe need to fall by the wayside a bit, potentially. Well, I mean, I had the same with Double Trouble. I, yeah. I lost about 150 running that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah it's just because I had... Because it was a doubles event, when you lost a team, you lost two people. Mm-hmm. Mm, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd already bought quite decent prizes and everything like that, so I'd already bought that ahead of time so but yeah um it's just one of those things as a to you kind of have to in some ways embrace and you know that you might lose out money mm-hmm. yeah well you know what shout out to the to's man 
all of you. Oh yeah, because it ain't yeah. easy. It definitely is not easy. Like no. I don't envy it. Uh, like I see from, the from the smallest one day to the yes. biggest yeah. days, like Matt runs and stuff. It, yeah. it's, it's an amazing. It's high pressure. It's it's giving up yeah. your weekends for essentially not having fun, just pure stress. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. respect it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that that stress zone a little bit. Yeah, just a I, I can't even I cannot even operate a fucking hero phase. I don't know how like, people, like, <laughs> I don't know how I would run run a tournament man. Um yeah, I've got I've got ideas for it. Phase. I would love to. Do what? Uh, you operate a seraphon hero phase. Try a gargan yeah. hero phase. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, big shout out, man. That's that's amazing. That's amazing that, that people really did dig deep for for that. But it shows you, yeah, you know, I, as well how much they love that event grant and how much they respect you as well. So like yeah, no. How much they love beer. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's be, honest, let's be honest. It's the beer in the buffet. Like the buffet of Brewdog is 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 amazing. It is. It would be a shame for the event to go, but I wouldn't want to put it in a position where it's, it's you know it's it's the cost is going to be what the cost is. It's gone up already from what we paid this year. Yeah. Um, for it because I paid it at last year's prices because I booked it last year. There's already been a price increase for the buffet for this year that we should have paid that we managed not to. Um, so, you know, looking forward, there could be, um, you know, discussions on that. But mm. hopefully, uh, so I, I, have you ever spoken to Brewdog directly about helping you with this, or rather just hiring well, you? It's it's one of these situations where the previous events were all run by staff, so obviously there's a different situation there in terms of of financial um, opportunities. However, I'm also part of the Brewdog Wargaming Club that now exists at DogTap. I'm part of the, the people that run it. Ah. So what I'm hoping to do maybe is have a sit down with the people after after this is all passed with and just have a discussion with, look, can we, you know, can we maybe do something? Can there be a bit more of an arrangement where, you know, we're, we're bringing X amount of people to you every month, every week, well, every two weeks, effectively is what it should be, but it's not always like that because of bookings and whatnot and yeah so maybe maybe there'll be something there I, w- I would like to i would like to think we can maybe come to an arrangement with them um, yeah and i know alan who runs the 40k tournaments there and also runs the, the club he is looking to expand into more tables for a bigger event for 40k so there is potentially that opportunity that if we do get enough interest the aos event could grow i think he's got enough he's going to get enough tables for 50 people so very cool yeah there would be the possibility yeah that would be about it i think that's about it i think any more because one of the nice things about brewdog is how much space there is oh it's an amazing venue it's fantastic so i think if 50 you've still got enough space so yeah that would be that's maybe something that could be in the back burner if we can push it um and get enough people in then that again but that alleviates all financial problems the only issue was that this this one is a, is a smaller one because supplying terrain was a challenge this year as well it's something i hope to work on next year um but yeah basically that was it it was just i want to say thank you for the community and the minute next year is up is up in the air it was next year was definitely off prior to that fundraising and it showed me that there is a demand for this event more than what i thought there was amazing and yeah. for it and I, as a whole as farm hammer i want to say thank you to the community as well it's not yeah. just them but yeah for the all of us it's amazing 100 percent. yeah mm. yeah thanks everybody so with that 
we thought we'd go through some lists um, and doing them all, I was told, was a ridiculous use of time. So instead... We want to go through the battle plans. No, they're, get, they're, getting, oh. they're getting the battle plans at the end to make sure they all listen to the very end. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Oh, here we go. The whole show. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Although now they're going to skip to the end, now that I've told them that. Do it randomly in the middle. Yeah, we'll just drop it in the middle. We'll um, drop a letter at yes. a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the car had the idea we'd, we'd pick one from each faction that's going. Um, there is, I think, about fifteen factions going. It's actually a very good spread. Wow. Well, well, apart from Seraphon. Blah yeah, blah. So Ser- Seraphon <laughs> are the most represented faction with four players. I thought there was Which about is, six. I don't mind just making it up. You, you made up two Skaven players earlier, so I think you still yeah, that's true. Count a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. No, there's, there's four. There's four Seraphon players. Um, there's a couple threes, some Maybe. twos, and quite a few ones. So there is a very good mix, I feel. Yeah, I'm scrolling through it just now as we're talking. Yeah. One of the things I think was interesting for me was in Northern Invasion, we'd quite an, we had quite an influx of Deepkin and Sharks. And there is none yeah. of that at Brudel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a single one, yeah. No, it's just quite a weird flip from where we were three, four weeks ago to where we are now. Interesting spread. That, yeah, some Gets here, some Nurgle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, looking. Okay, yeah, get, yeah, Gets and Gets and Gets. Is that three? Three or four? No, uh, yeah, I think it's three. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in, that's yeah, in three three Grant three. as well. Yeah, so my, my list is in there as well, as I am sort of the spare. So I'm currently playing. Of course, if yeah. Any, if, if anyone drops away, then I, I will drop away as well. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know you're dying to. So, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. dying to. Dying wants, to get in there. Let's get the trucks out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's one of these things. I kind of love the idea of not playing and relaxing, but I'm kind of up for just you know getting some double dank action because everyone loves a double dank. So I don't. With with that in mind, um, we'll quickly start on the lists now. The first sort of factions, I go through them alphabetically. There's there's a KO list. Does anyone really know much about KO? I mean, I used to play. Them. Alistair does. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go with we'll go with Alistair's list. I know they shot me off the board about a billion times. <clears throat> oh, 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 yeah. That's, that's I mean, about that's, it, really. Yeah. He did well, bad things like to my Gargans last time. I didn't like it. What I like about Alistair's list is he's got the, uh, the six engine riggers. And I when I ran KO to one tournament, I had, the, I had a big block of engine riggers, and they are just so much fun. I, I had the nine block. Um, and it's just, they're just ludicrously punchy. And mm. they shoot a lot more than you expect as well. They're just a great wee unit. But sadly, there's no frigate, so there's no Stonehorn charging battleships into combat, which is just the reason to play KO, as far as I'm mm. concerned. It's, it's just, K- I'm fine with KO, apart from two units. Uh, that, that's the Thunderers and the Navigators. The Caradron and the Overlords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this, yeah, the, the navigator the is just, 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 like the, just cripples it's the first you. thing in every list. It yeah. cripples you. Now we're, mm. now we're on the Brewdog portion. I shall open myself a Brewdog beer. Mm. 
But no, it's a good list. And I think he's trying out a few different things. I don't know if I've seen the Voidstone Orb. No, yeah, because the Voidstone Orb's in every list. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Then. I the, don't know uh, the names of things. I think that's the one that... Yeah, that's the one that automatically stops a spell. I think that's an automatic oh, right, spell. Okay. And then there's this... There's often the Burst Grenade. Is that in there? No, because he's only got a battle reg. Yeah, the other, the other option is the burst grenade, which removes your ward save in a shooting phase. I think it, I think he's decided not to take that because he's taken the hand card nilstone icon. Because obviously you can't have an artifact and a... and he's a one drop, so he's yeah he's he's, mm-hmm. he's not got the battalions and stuff like that. Because I think again, Ko kind of wants to be that one. Plus he's he knows what the hell he's doing. He he just yeah. plays Ko. Yeah, hundred percent. Got a lot of respect for someone who settles on one that faction. I know, so do I. Actually, I really do like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I say that because you do that. Me? <laughs> Apart from your night hunt. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I don't know if I'd class myself in that boat, really. Uh, but uh, if you pardon the pun, but um, but yeah, no. I think uh, yeah, no. I do. I, I echo that, man. I really like it when people Plus, stick with the one thing they know. He's a lovely man to be destroyed against. Yeah. I, I wish I could settle on one army. It would make me a lot happier in life, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, certainly I'd save a lot of money if I could do that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, after after KO, if we're just going through the list, the next one, all by himself, solo faction representation, not uncommon, is Alan George and the Feck. Mm-hmm. Now, Glorious Bretonians. I, I mean, I love this list. It's a bit nasty, isn't it? On the on the criteria that I never want to play against it. Yeah. Because yeah. those nine blocks of horrors, blocked oh. with hoarfrost, is vomit inducing. They mm-hmm. will just kill everything. I think you can just. Can you not just bring them all back as well? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've got. So he's got two crypt haunter courtiers, which. Uh, you roll, was it nine dice, and every five ups, one back. Mm. <laughs> um, you can also rally them on a six up, and if he summons a Vargulf, they can do it on five ups as well. <laughs> oh god! So yeah, you if you don't wipe out that nine block, it's probably coming back to full strength very quickly. Yeah, yeah. How many and wounds each? Five, five wounds each, something like that, I think. That's disgusting, man. Four, maybe four, maybe four. Maybe I've given them an extra. Yeah, yeah. I they, With I a rally, you can bring two back because it's ten wins. So you can yeah. bring two back on the rally. He's nine drops and nineteen eighty-five, so not too bad a triumph bid. I mean, one hundred and thirty-one wins. That's irrelevant. It is because your your arch region can summon another twenty ghouls. Your ghoul king can summon or a vargul. Your ghoul king can summon another ten, and your terrorgeist can summon. He's he's either a Vargulf or three knights, and I can't remember which one's which. The zombie dragon does one, and the terror guys does the other. What does what does Holomorn do as a grand? Holomorn, that's the one that buffs the hoarders. Yeah, you can ask me what oh, buff okay. it gives you. I can't remember because it's it's a second edition book. So the funny thing is, it's the book I used to play Feck out of. Um, but I was always a. They're, they're one of the few ones that need a new update. Yeah. Mm. 
because I was I was ran either blister skin or gristle gore with all the monsters. Um, and the great thing is, Old World's getting models for new Bretonians, so they'll be able to just play them. Yeah, so it's almost a fake expansion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sub factions, Hollow Morn is. Oh, so the yeah the the so the <laughs> that is awful. Oh no, it's okay. It's only affecting the general. Calm down. Oh, you get, so the start of this, so you get the command ability to add one to run in charge rolls, and you can run in charge. Okay. Okay. And re-roll, re re-roll wound rolls of one. Okay. If you make a charge move, that's pretty good because you're rolling mm. a lot. Yeah, it affects. Yeah, the maximum volume one. of dice. It there. makes you a plus one to hit. Well, if you, well, if you look at their stats, they are. Four attacks each, fours and threes, no rend, two damage. Yeah, you want to be rerolling ones on that. <laughs> so you could be, if you take the Horfrost, put that onto twos to hit, you're then twos to hit, Reroll. you're rolling ones to wound, no rend, but you're just going to be putting through so much dice at that point, or if you need it, you can go rend three and be threes and threes. I mean, I think... I would do that. <laughs> it, it, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna. Yeah. Hurt. Well, actually, actually, if they're within nine inches of a courtier or eighteen of an or an apartment, they get one round anyway. So yeah, you could still have a point around and still be hitting on twos. Hmm. Wow. Ooh. It's giving yeah. me jibbies. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah great, and great four list. And a five up save. The heal D three in the hero phase. Then you start to bring them back and. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the terrorgeist is just something else, man. It's yeah, just and, like... and I'm the terrorgeist as well. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 And Alan knows his feck. He plays yeah, him he... most of the time, and he's a lovely, lovely, lovely man. They're uh, lovingly painted as well. Oh, yeah. I know. I've I've lost a few best painted for him. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so and you. And... <laughs> <laughs> So the next list is the first of our corn list. Now I don't know corn. It's the same list. Oh, it's but... not because I mean, I'll, so I'll preface it with saying I like Alan, but he's put Bellacorn in his corn list. So yeah, but he's not got Scarbrand. Yeah, but he's got a wizard in his corn list. Yeah, but he's got Bellacorn, so yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's he's a wizard. So no, 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 mm. don't like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got your. Flesh hounds, they unbind and stuff, don't they, as well? And yeah. You get, well, whereas they're hard to shift, but let us do a lot of damage. Any wizard or just enemy wizards? I think it's just enemy, or maybe it's non core. Well, the, the, but the, the skulls, though, you can fling them out for miles right at the start. I think they get an yeah. extra like range or something like that when they first get put out. Um, I can't remember the specifics of it, but I just, you know, they, they do get right in amongst your wizards. There's just no way yeah. of avoiding it, really. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is actually slightly different from the list I played it in the Six Nations. Um, you know, it's a lot, it's some bigger, bigger, uh, bigger hitters there with the Bloodthirster and Bellicor and stuff like that. But mm. but uh, I played a couple of um, uh, I played a couple of games against Bellicor lately, and he's mm. done very, very badly. Lots of ones and twos rolled in that ridiculous. Uh, um, That's the cost of him. He, he, yeah, Bellicor is. I think you take Bellacor for his Bellacor ability to yeah. a unit. Anything else he does is a bonus. But that that Bellacor ability, when it goes off, will oh, change no, the trajectory of a game. It will. Very much so. 100%. You, you stop casting spells. Mm-hmm. 
Right, okay, your strategy collapsed. Because then, then, the, then you, if you go Bellicor, you win Proud, you give it away, you're still Bellicor for another turn. Exactly, so yeah. It's awful. Yeah, yeah, really is. Um, it's, it's a good combo, as much... And it's not as bad as, say, putting some sort of mortal wizard with them. At least he is a or, great or team. giving an arcane tome to a bloodthirster, Nathan. Yes. <laughs> Which is and just no, disgraceful. It is. It's wrong morally. <laughs> so bad that GW had to FAQ it that says you can't give arcane tools anything with a corn keyword. Yes, true. So <laughs> the next list is the, is the first of our of our Seraphon lists. So Andy, if you had a look through these Seraphon lists, do you understand yeah. anything? Because to me, it's all gobbledygook. Yeah, I mean, I had a look through all this, the Seraphon lists. I'll give you a, a very quick overview. Seen as there's four of them, um, uh, you know, one thing I did notice about the lists is that unlike most of the the ones that went to Six Nations, um, they tended to be double arc of Sotex. Um, now, what we're seeing here more across the list is the use of chargers. Chargers are like a really good. Um, <clears throat> they're, they're a glass they're, cannon. Aren't they? they they are a glass cannon, but. You can summon them in as well for not many points, and they can move fast. And if you get in first, they can do quite a surprising amount of damage. Like it will shock you, you know. Like yeah, um, and they're on small uh, bases, so they can get into spaces that you might not really think uh, they're going to get. Yeah, into. see, because the thing is as well with you know with the space folder stave, you can you get within seven instead of nine, but they also have plus one to run and charge. Like, so you're so charging on a six, which is yeah, it's just that, likely. Plus one to run a charge, especially if you somehow have an ability to run and charge, is so important. Yeah, I think it's maybe just plus one for charging I'm actually rather than running charge. I can't totally remember, but anyway, yeah, they're, they're uh, they they can hit hard, and so it's not surprising in a way that people are using them. Um, I mean, in this one, the, the first one. Um, from Bjorn, is that I'm Bjorn, yeah. Um, you know, interestingly, you know, we've got Starborn here with Fangs of Sotek, we've got Soros Warriors, you know, two units of Soros Warriors. They're great on objectives, they're very tanky, but they mm-hmm. tend to be a lot better in um, Cotal's Claw in Coalesced. Uh, yeah, so um, it's interesting he's taking them there. I'd be interested to know what his thinking is behind that, um, because it's unusual actually for Fangs of Sotek to see Warriors and even summoned in, you know, like, um, but. But uh, but he has got a, a, an Arcasotech and so on, and he's got kind of the usual breakdown of um, Slan and stuff like that. Again, he, he doesn't have um, sort of the uh, uh, an extra caster there in the form of a, another Star Seer or a Star mm-hmm. Priest. So, but he might not need it, you know. Like, uh, um, so interest. I would be interested to see how the Warriors and stuff do. But two units of charge is pretty scary. Um, I think. Uh, I don't know if you want to skip down to other Seraphon lists while we're on it, or if you want to just move through chronologically. Or, or I mean, I think the Seraphon, I think, just quickly go over them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, blasting down here. Who's the next one we've got? Uh, sorry. It'll be John. I think it's John. Uh, I'm just scrolling down through. Um, John's, yeah. I mean, okay, so... Um, yeah, John's gone for the two two chargers, two units of skinks, and Soros. Yeah, John Bayless. Um, you know, maximum kind of casting output. This is this is a bit more typical in terms of what you would probably expect for a mm-hmm. Fangs of Sotek build, I would say. Um, uh, he's got the Maelstrom 
no spell portal to launch it forward. Quite interesting because you've got to charge the maelstrom up first to, yeah. to do damage, but you can't. You've got to be really careful. You don't charge it up and then can't move it far enough away from your yeah. castle. Um, so, you know, uh, Grave Tide's always good. Uh, Geminids, interesting. I was thinking about running Geminids at one point just because I like... The, but particularly, this is why I, I, when you get stuck into an army, a bit like, you know, um, uh, uh, Fire Slayers or KO, whatever, with a four-up rally, like, oh, God, that's a nightmare to move <laughs> off of a jet. You just can't, you yeah, know, you it shut. It starts to shut down battle tactics of Seraphon, honestly, it does. Mm -hmm. Like So, like, the, shutting off a rally like that uh, could prove pivotal, I'd say, so... Uh, so it's a smart, a smart take there. No, no anvil, you know, no basties. But you know what? You can bring one in on twenty-four points, um, and it's 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 that could happen in the second turn, you know. So um, you position well, bring a basti, and all of a sudden you now have an anvil. So it's interesting. Yeah. This is, uh, and this is John Bayless. He's got a plan for everything. He does. He always does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, scrolling down. I, I think honestly, from from memory, the rest of the uh, uh, ones were, were similar. Actually, um, you know, you've got mm. uh, Richards as well. Um, Richards gone for something arguably a little bit more similar to the way I was in terms of like I can see he's taking Terror Wings. Um, this is they're super fast. Well, they're they're fairly fast, and um, mm. you know you can you can get them out onto the wings for like surround and stuff like that. Um, so um, he's got charges and skinks, and again, heavy wizard setup. Um, Richard has gone for the spell portal and maelstrom combo, uh, which is which is strong if you set it up the right way. Yeah. Um, and he's gone for cogs as well, which you know is excellent when you use your slan for that because then you get an extra two points, and then if you're going second, you get another spell cast as well for another two yeah, points. So you're just all these yeah, barring those points up. Yeah, yeah, it's a really nice way of doing that. Um, uh, nothing How many too spells crazy. did he cast in Northern Invasion? I think it was 92. <coughs> Excuse me. Was it over the five 92 games? 92 yeah, in five like, games. Oh, yeah. 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 100 million. Saying there could have been a lot more, but he lost his slant against Reese or something like that. So um, he lost a couple of turns of casting. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. The reason uh, we know that is there was a prize for whoever cast the most spells. And yeah, Richard built this slam to do that, and he obliterated yeah, it. tripled everybody else. else. That's yeah, what he was he, playing for. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So, so yeah, another good list, a strong sort of, or you know, competitive list that one. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, and then onto Sam's list. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, very similar. You know, like uh, he's got an arc, he's got some chargers. Um, only one unit of skinks though. Which is interesting. Now, uh, what I will say here is that from uh, I, I had a game recently against Lewis Watson's Iron Jaws, and he did an amazing job of alphaing me, as you would expect with Iron Jaws. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, I, made, I created pinch points with the Realm Shaper, uh, and, but Lewis came in on one side. He had a Maw Crusher and six pigs. On the other side, he had six pigs and another three pigs. And in that turn, he wiped my two screens of skinks and a basti. Now, don't get me wrong. It did, I actually ended up tabling him, bizarrely. But you wouldn't think so. I mean, mm -hmm. it didn't look very good at that point with all those heroes, but uh, with Blizzard and all that kind of thing. Uh, anyway, the point I'm making, though, is that um, is you can't underestimate 
what 10 skinks will do uh you know yep. like as a screen um and uh so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on with that you know um you might find that the charges end up becoming a screen but because he has nine drops so um so interesting challenging maybe but if he can get past that you know he can easily summon more skinks in and he does have uh the arc so um so yeah, no, another great list, um, and just be interesting to see the variation between, mm-hmm. you know, ones which don't have a basti, ones which take warriors, ones which go charger heavy. You know, it's all like slight tweaks and variations. Be very interesting to see the data that comes out of that. But well, in guys, um, all fangs of Sotek, you know, don't yeah, see any coalesced here, which is no, interesting. No. Bit, bit, bit in, yeah, bit into, we're, I mean, realistic. We're not seeing Draco's tail anywhere. We're not seeing Thunder Lizards. Thunder Lizards is in the is in the yeah. fucking gutter at the moment. It's pure garbage. Coal's claws strong as coalesce, but we ain't even seeing it here. So it's fangs all the yeah. way. And I wonder how this will affect the meta as well. But anyway, Seraphon. <clears throat> there we go. Now it's Gargan time. Two Garganless yeah. back to back, and then the third is buddied away a bit. So some silly bint called Kara. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think pretty much exclusively, or almost exclusively, all the Suns lists are King Broad Stomp. Well, yeah, the, the the two that are mega focused are Stomp. The one yeah. Isn't um. So that's myself. I mean, I've taken King's Broads. And the, my ladies, so massively converted. Um, two gatebreakers, Wolf Stomper, King Broad. Uh, very short list. It's very, very strange for me not to have yeah. like several pages worth of units and formations and everything. Um, but I, I basically picked it because I just want to enjoy the event more. So games go pretty quick when you've only got four models. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to actually wander around because at the time we were thinking maybe it'd be the last one in Brewdog, so I wanted to enjoy the venue. Um, but yeah, I mean it's pretty much the you lose a lot taking King's Broad Stomp, but also gain other things. I want to see how it goes. Um, so Biggie is the command trait I took. Um, so I can heal a D3 on each unit if they're within 12 inch, wholly within 12 inch of the general. So it will help prevent that um, splash damage from various stuff. Um, one Gargant's got a six up ward. Another one can take a six up blessing from King Broad. And another one, and King Broad himself, if he's um, within three inch of another Gargant, can, has a five up ward automatically. Nice. That which is not yeah, pleasant. So basically, makes King Broad sixty wounds effectively. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's it's not pleasant. It really <laughs> which is. is good because let's be honest, you need more wounds. <laughs> no, you yeah. do actually because really? I have seen Gargants fall down so easily against certain units because their save's not brilliant. It's only a yeah, four up. Their, yeah, they're a wound. They're a wound tank. Um, so. Yeah. It is funny that they gave Broad a five up board when they also had to change Islands of Destiny to not give Gargans a five up board. Yeah, it's it's, a, more, it's a more situational five up board. It is, yes. Um, is. So, yeah. Uh, so it's quite simple. Um, Critiole, 
pretty much gone for the same, apart from he's gone for a beast smasher instead of a second great breaker. And he's gone for loudmouth bully as command trait, which means that you act on your top bracket within wholly within twelve. Yeah, I can't awesome. remember what the lucky shiny hat does, but it's a broad specific one. Um, I just want to point out at this point that Chris is continuing uh, his trend of excellent naming conventions. Oh yeah. yes, he's, he's, he's yeah, fee five fo fom, which is fantastic for giants because why not? <laughs> Let's not go complex here. <laughs> um, yeah. Dragon player famously known for the complex tactics. Check what the shiny hat does. Um, five up against mortal wounds, so useful again against splash damage. Yeah. Um, there's many things that do mortal wounds these days. Yeah, it's a good blizzard defense. Yeah, and 1950 as well, so really good triumph bid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, cool. Where's the next one? Is that Sean? It's Sean, yeah. Yeah, all the way down, scroll, keep scrolling. So, yeah, Sean um, hasn't gone for the um, King's Broads, which is the new one. He's gone for basically much more minis focused. Um, for once, he decided not to paint half an army before a tournament the night before. Yeah, yeah, everything's been uh, this time. <laughs> but he's done well with Tribe before now, so yeah, there's nothing yeah, wrong. Yeah, the mini list has been putting in the numbers for him. Uh, and he's he's only got seven man crushers. Now he's yeah, got well, I think Broad and the War Stomper. He put in Broad. Um, he's got different artifacts, I noticed, though. His War Stomper's not got the um, club. Okay. So he's got the Arcane Tomb instead. Arcane Tome instead. I'm guessing that's yeah, an easy battle. To hopefully try and get that easy battle tactic turn one. Maybe, um, and also mm. just maybe protect Broad a little bit and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Bending Gardens who to get a couple easy battle tactics helps them because that is. Sort he's of also got the Burning Head. Yep. So that's a nice little bit of extra just damage there. Can't remember the last time I saw that in the battlefield. No. Yeah. I don't think it's anything any man ever wants is a Burning Head. Although a little bit surprised that for thirty points he didn't take the Grave Tide, to be honest. I think that has the potential for doing a lot, you know. It does. Gravetide um, is. Oh yeah, Gravetide is a great spell. I I loved it before it was popular. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I think it's possibly also just maybe what he just has. Could be yes. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes these decisions yeah. are simply that. Although Sean has like endless supplies of things. He does. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all the garden list, isn't it? Yep, that's them. That's all. Yep, yep. So that's that. So back to another corn list. I just don't know corn enough to really go over them. Um, this one is three bloodthirsters, which we like to see. Um, oh yeah, especially when you suplex them. <laughs> well, you can now because you're not like you're in inverted stomp. commas. So, <laughs> so you're, you're not allowed to suplex anything anymore. No, I know. Uh, I, I can still do suplex him. Well, yes. So yeah, yeah, I can't really go over it much. Like he's, you know, he's got the fair fury with the ward removing artifact. He's got Scarbrand. He's got a, another Wrath of Corn one. Mm. Then just some. So unit ten Skull Reapers, which I do like. Two units of Furies as well, which will help yeah. him out. 
Yeah. So that, they're true, good actually. for objectives. I like I like that a lot because Horn mm-hmm. is pretty slow. Even the Bloodthirsters are pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are, and they're not that survivable. So you don't want to be committing them away from. No, exactly. You want to keep you want to keep them as a little murder squad. Yeah. Um, and then on to, um, you know what? I'm biased as hell. This is the best list in the tournament. I don't care what anyone oh, says. Oh God, I so agree. Oh, I, I can't. <laughs> oh. Even I agree, and I don't like. It brings it. joy to my heart. What we're reading this list, it really does. So whenever you think of Nighthorn on the list that you would love to do, this is it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it even this possible? Can it so, be? Well done. Uh, well done. <laughs> I know. Hats off to you, are, sir. You are a hero. You already were, but this just confirms. I that take my is. lucky shiny hat off to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah. For, I'll quickly run over it so you can hear why it's so good. Um, so a Krugast Cruciator, a Guardian of Souls, uh, with Master of Magic, Midnight Tome, and Spectral Tether. Then we've got Kurdos. Then our battle line is five hex rate, three spirit hosts, and five Craven Throne Guard, ones which I've never seen on the table. <laughs> uh, two units of four Banshees, a Purple Sun, and then just to finish off the list, just just three little black coaches. <laughs> it's just absolutely glorious. It is. Yeah, I mean, oh amazing. God, I, I. I need to see photographs of it. <clears throat> uh, this is, uh, I'm so oh, we curious. Will. We'll get your phone. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting list. I think, it would, I mean, it's one of those ones where, like, to, to, to talk about in any sort of serious sense is, uh, it feels a bit sort of like unfair. You know, it's obviously three black coaches is is, is, is just insanely fun, you know. Um, yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah. I, I don't think we're going for a five and all list. No, you know, but you know what? God, you imagine though, that. like imagine. Oh, yeah. I know, by the way, you know, you never know. But anyway, um, a couple of things I would, I would say about it. Um, you know, uh, one of the great things about the current uh, sort of... Um, yeah, battle tactics and so on. You know, midnight tome is an auto tactic now. So mm-hmm. you take that and you've you've basically uh, you've got your auto tactic, which is great. Um, interestingly, he's uh, he's given spectral tether to the guardian of souls so he can teleport him. Which uh, okay, you know maybe he's teleporting him out of trouble. Uh, he's, uh, I wouldn't want to be teleporting him forward too much probably, but uh, but um, but interesting nonetheless. Um, the Craven King Kurdros can slap. If you yeah, get him Kurdos in there, he good. can hit hard. Like as well, he was a beast. Yeah, yeah. It's like something like uh, five attacks. I think it's threes and threes with minus three rend and three damage or something like that. Like he should. Yeah. There's no no right to be that good, but he is. And and I think you can take you can steal command points off you and stuff like that. Which is yeah, he used cool. to be able to. So I assume he's kept that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, hex race for uh. You know, again. Uh, potentially really easy battle tactic there and stuff like that. Um, uh, Craven Throne. Two, two units of Banshees is nasty in the current meta with so many wizards. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, yeah, I think uh, it doesn't affect AoE effects. That's the only thing I would say, which is a bit of a shame, and I feel it's kind of wrong somehow, but I know why they do it. It's like, it's yeah. kind of insanely powerful, but like at the same time, it's like. You know, if magic affects something near you, it either affects something or it doesn't. You know, like uh, so. Uh, but anyway, it, um, but yeah, and plus, actually, 
Banshees can kind of slap as well a little bit. I think that they've got they've only got two attacks, and I think it's re- like Ren two DP damage or something. It's Ren two two damage, I think. But the two but, damage you know, now. You yeah, but, yeah, I'm going from the old book. I've not really looked at the new book too much. Yeah, but if you you stick four of them into a hero, and they'll probably take them off. Like you mm-hmm. know, uh, so like I think. Uh, I'm sure uh, or, back in the day they used to get an extra attack for every spell they unbound or something like that. Yeah, I don't get an extra attack do at the moment, but yeah. But so anyway, it's it's nice to see you two units of four. I'm actually curious about how that will actually help. Mm-hmm. But um and there's a there is a battle tactic in Night Hunt for the Black Coach, I think, uh, to is, take yeah. a, uh, an objective and stuff like that. So um Purple Sun, but like I am not really <laughs> it's like I'm not really sure what it's gonna be doing because like it's going to be like on the hex wraiths, or you know, yeah. or the hex wraiths are going to benefit from it, maybe, or some, maybe Craven Throne, yeah, yeah. Like, I, do you know what? I don't even, I don't even fucking care. It's just no, so. I just, uh, I just want to see this on the table. Yeah, it's so damn narrative and brilliant. I want to play against that list. Uh, I just want to watch that game, you know. Uh, but uh, he was also but, and, an amazing guy. I, I played him at Worlds the year I went to Worlds. Um, We'd, we'd a great game, and I, I would love to definitely get a game against him again. He was running horrible doors of Kane then, so this would be a much more fun uh, fun matchup, I think. Yes. Hats off to you, sir. Favourite list, hands down. Indeed. We'll, we'll, we'll get a pint bot to you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now on to the first of the Gits lists. Um, so I'll kind of quickly go through all them. Just a very quick overview. So Connor's list is the two blocks of 36 squig herd with grin crack, which is what it is. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> uh, 72 wounds per unit. Um, two squig bosses, then do mortals on sixes. Um, grin crack, so they fight on death. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what What did we ever do to you, Connor? You know. Like... Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's horrendous. The only thing I would say, um, it's the one, it's a weakness of the list in my opinion, is he's at nineteen seventy points, so he's not going to get his triumph very often, and he's only got one of them. If it was me, I would have been dropping a hero, drop my points, and probably take a warlord to have double indomitable. Yeah, I, yeah. Because those quick hard will just the units, you can do enough damage in them, they will just run, and if you. Mm-hmm. And maybe cycle once, they're only coming back at half size. So, or if you're in combat against something like Gargants, and you can't yeah. use it anyway. Well, you can use the Triumph, but well, yeah, but Squigheart can't take command abilities anyway. The only way to stop them is your Triumph. He's only got one; that he's not going to get very often. So, I would say, in my opinion, that is the the weak spot in the list. Mm, but they ra- What did they rally on though? Is they not rallying be, on fives? The moon, yeah, they've got the Moon Clan keyword, so they'll get it on fours. Fours? Okay, oh, so... It's a heroic rally. action up to a D3 unit. No, they can't rally. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. It's, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah squigs can't rally. What they do do is every, on a two-up, every herder brings back D3 squigs. Oh, yeah, it's like and a heal or something, isn't it, basically? Yeah, kind so of like, you yeah. have thing, yeah. six herders, so six dice, each two-up is bringing back D3 Models. Oh yeah, yeah. So you potentially you. bring them back six D three. That that's what it is. That's the that's the thing with that. Six D three, which are two wounds each. Yeah. I I I will say, I really hope once fourth edition comes around or 
if we're not going to fourth edition whenever we get a new book, I want Squigger to go down to one wound. Mm. They're on 25 mil bases. They've no business being two wounds. Not when Boing Grot Bounders are on 32 mils with a bigger squig and a Grot and they're only two wounds. Like, it's it yeah, doesn't it's feel good. right. I think Squigger should be one wound. Fair enough. And, and then cheaper. Yeah, then you can change different yeah. ways. There's there's ways you can play about with the concept of Squigger, but I think two wounds was, was a mistake. Cheaper, uh, so they bring ten times more. <laughs> like... Thank yeah, but you'll them ten times quicker. There's only one wound. Yeah. You'll lift four units. Yeah. Ten times more visits to the chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's their problem. So, yeah. the next gets list is mine. <laughs> um, so, it's more trog-focused. So, it's King's Gits to potentially bring back... We'll get the reroll, bringing back a unit. Um, and it's just a trog boss, a shaman, scraggy, six rock guts, Three fell waters, twenty shooters, then two fives of Boing Grot to help with a bit of speed, maybe get some battle tactics. Two dank holds, because dank holds are amazing, and sports blatters. Now, I will caveat by saying I I think this list is maybe maybe alright. The first time me seeing half this list is Saturday morning because I'm picking it up from Mark <laughs> this weekend. I have Your loon shrine's coming with... from me. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so no matter how good the list is. It might, the only reps I'm going to get with it are going to be this weekend. Because um, I'm taking this to a Teams event uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks. So that's why it's not something I would normally play, but I figured if I end up playing, I might as well get some get some practice in with that. Yeah, yeah. And then the other, the other list is Maxwell's. Again, uh, he's gone Bad Snatchers, which is interesting. That's the magic-focused one. Which allows you to re-roll a dice in your cast. Mm. Ooh. Add dice. You've got to re-roll it before you add primal dice, I think is the way the primal dice mechanic works, if I remember right. Right. Okay. So you roll two dice, then you that would have been interesting if you could re-roll that primal dice because it's just no, no, you don't get to No, yeah. so you so you roll your initial dice, then you, so if you get a one or something, you can re-roll it out of the way and then you can add in your primal dice. Um and again, he's he's got yeah, a big block of boy and grub bounders, the Gobapalooza, a small block. Um, no Scragrot, though, which is interesting. I'm the only Scragrot, which is surprising, actually. Um, Dankhold, you know, again, a similar sort of setup. Sick. Oh, he's gone six Fell Wars and three Rod Guts, actually. He's gone the other way around. Then big block of Stabbers, little block of Stabbers. So, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit all over the place, that one. I still like it though. I like every not, gets list. <laughs> not as all over the place as the final gets list though. It is, yeah. It's it's oh. a, more of your traditional just goblin list. So Tom's list is also bad snatchers, and it is a Danko Trog boss again, a fungoid, two madcaps, and then bundle, which I missed on the first pass through the list. I'm like, there's not enough units here. Knows the cheeky bundle whale by or gargan kicking about. <laughs> then his battle line is three fell trogs, two units of three rock trogs, the gobapalooza, a scare strand arachno, and an ale guzzler gargan. <laughs> this is every, every big thing you could smash yeah. into it. And is then scuttle yeah. tide from his command trade for free, the aether void pendulum, and the geminids. It's just, 
It's possibly a contender for second best list. Just because yeah, of the craziness. I, I think if I hadn't been <laughs> a triple black coach, this would have been up there for me. But yeah, it's a very all over the place list. And I, I've got the feeling that on paper, this looks like it's something that's been randomly thrown together, but I bet it works better than it looks like on paper. I want to see what they're painted like. Yeah. Or slash converted. Because if they're all massively themed, oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> well, that, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So. Faction-wise. Yeah, what's the next, what's the next faction? Slaves to Darkness. Craig Robertson. So we've got two, we've got two of these. And. Actually, I'm wrong. There's, was that four gets list I read out? Yeah, so there's four gits and four seraphon. I did feel like there was a lot of gits, but then I always feel yeah. like there's a lot of gits everywhere, always. No, that's just... That's, that, that's, that's the Scotland. Players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's a life so yeah, thing. There's four gits. Okay, so gits are tied with seraphon, assuming I'm playing. So if I don't play, seraphon are, are in the are in the, That's it. Uh, go with. On Grant, you got this. Yeah. So yeah, so now it's... It's the Slaves of Darkness. And the interesting factoid is we have two Slaves of Darkness lists and we have 24 Varengard. Filthy bastards. Both lists have 12 Varengard. It is horrendous. I have nightmares about Varengard. It's because they're awful. And this one's got Bellacore in it as well. They both have Bellacore. I didn't realize that both of them have Bellacore as well. Oh. 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 A well-timed Bellicorn in this kind of situation but is going to be brutal. Craig's got Corvus Cabal, the Unmade and Untamed Beast, so he's got three different of the um, warbands. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it gives that flexibility of landing in your opponent's area, pre-game move, um, bringing units back with the Unmade, is it? I can't remember. No, the Unmade shot off redeploy. <laughs> oh, Okay. So yeah, yeah that's so they, they ooh. Move off. yeah. Move off with the Baron Guard, you can't redeploy out of the charge. So that that's quite nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's lot. not the longest range shot off, if I remember right. So I think yeah. you'd have to run them and make sure they keep up with the Baron Guard. But yeah, he's also one drop. So yeah. I think I think there's a lot of potential in that list. You also notice yeah. one of his uh, Baron Guard of Mark of Nurgle and one of Mark of Corn. Yeah, the Mark of Nurgle's is his hero Varengard, and the well, his general Varengard, and the Mark of Nurgle are your battle angle. No, yeah, Mark of Nurgle's your general. And yeah. One, your one's battle. to hold the units in place, and the other one's just to, yeah. to smash them. Smash. Yeah, Corn yeah, gets yeah. what, plus one attack, and the Nurgle's minus. Is it minus one minus to wound? One, you get minus one to wound? Yeah, minus one to yeah. wound. It doesn't yeah, sound like it really is. Oh, no, it really is. It is. is. Minus one round. I, mean, I can't remember which way around they go, because obviously they're both together. Considering what you can get your armor to, anything that you can reduce the amount of damage done to you is just amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is our video in Mark Roberts, uh, who's also got the unmade. Yeah. And he split up one of his unit of six into two threes. And he's also added five Chaos Knights with Nurgle and the Eroding Icon. So even just five of them with the with the Nurgle and the Eroding Icon. So minus one to wound, minus one rank, three wounds apiece. Five yeah. of them will hold you up longer than they should, really. He's got a whole Frost and his Chaos Sorcerer. Yep. 
Well, he's going for the smashing as well. They're all corn. He's split them up as well. So mm-hmm. um, that's interesting. He's just going all in. Just all in. Our boy, Mark, going all in. Oh, like, it's like, like, a, like a destruction drop. Just charging, win, go home. Hmm. Yeah. So next up is DJ's KO list. Yeah. Again, it's more KO. <laughs> Give me nightmares from the previous yeah. from Northern Invasion. Lots of similar words to the last one. Yeah. Um, Although not many boats, really. It's got an ironclad and a, and a gun hauler. Gun hauler, but the gun hauler's so. not got the collapsible compartments. No. So a lot of his Arconauts are going to be on foot, mm-hmm. trumping along. Next still, up, still horrible. Got, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's still horrible. Um, Next up, we've got David, one of the other, the second of our Irish invaders. Are they related? They are, yes. I thought so. <laughs> Seemed um, a bit unlikely they wouldn't be somehow, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, oh, but by the way, not because they're Irish, but can I just clarify that for our <laughs> listeners? Um, <laughs> we, I can see their names on the on the sheet here. They have the same last name, so just yeah. in case you thought I was. A little bit of passive racism there somehow. But. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. All, all, all the way from Northern Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he's gone Blight Lords, and it's Drowned Men. Actually, is it Northern Ireland? Have I completely made that up there? I can't remember now. Oofed. I'm, I'm suddenly off the hook, because someone's on a bigger hook. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's that it's that Homer Simpson gif where he re- re- retreats into the hedge. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no but it's it's. I'm not even going to say which one. I, I can't remember now. In some ways, it's kind of a list that you saw previously, a while ago, which yeah. is yes. round men. All your plus go by yours. They move forward to start off with. They hit light trucks. They're going super fast. Um, but yeah. double checking, he's got ten the garden now. If I recall, that's you have to have a certain number of trees. <laughs> so I think all these points that he's saving up, he's just going to have to summon a number of trees. Um, which well, well, it's quite you, solid, well, but usually you go for like like. Tokulus and things like that at the same time, but um, I'm gonna wait uh, for two seconds, I'll leave you two to, to carry on. I don't know, yeah, no, it's just when you end, anyway. end the battle if there's no enemy within three inch of feculent normals in your army, and there is a feculent normal in your opponent's territory, so basically, he's just gonna have to summon one tree in the opponent's territory, make sure that no one's within three. So actually, mm. that's not too bad, considering how isn't, yeah. skulls hit. Yeah, very mobile. Uh, um, he's got them in well. the back, pitch, so they're only one drop. Yeah, you know, you got your chip damage coming from disease as well and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I mean, I've played against this before, and well, something like this anyway, uh, and it's, it's quite an intimidating list. When you see everything coming towards you like that, it really does make you start to question, uh, like, oh God, is this battle tactic going to work, or do I need to change my plan here? Because um, you you never uh, know with Nurgle, because if you roll those fights, right. you're doing no damage whatsoever. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Um, um, you could so. put something in that you know will kill it, and it ends up not killing it because he just rolls well. Yep. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. No triumph listed uh, on the list, which maybe a slight oversight, but I'm sure. I, it's I think so, but I mean, it's from the app. Yeah. So it's possible. I think you can still list a triumph in the app, though. But yeah, I think it's obviously been one of those things that's just been. Yeah, maybe, maybe just needs to script. write it down and say on the day, you know. I don't really got but that, that, could have, that could have possibly been Grant accidentally cutting it off. Ah, okay, fair enough. Uh, Worth clarifying then, David? Yeah, probably. We'll, we'll mention uh, it. Um, I'm trying to think why he's gone for Blowid. I'll just double check. Um, I'm not overly familiar with Nurgle myself. You know, like I, yeah, I've, I've played it, it, it a couple of times, but and more importantly than that, it is Ireland, not Northern Ireland. I did just check. Okay. <laughs> ah, okay, cool. There you go. So Blowid's cool. He's not the super combat one. He's the more of a sort of caster type ish. Yeah. Um, he gives bonuses to casters in the area, but he's not mm. really got much in the way of casters. So it's an interesting choice on that one. Um. But, well, yeah. I know as well, it's it's worth pointing out that David hasn't played this season yet. Yes, he's probably he's just playing kind of what he's got. Um, but it, it, it looks yeah, like a cool, very cool list. I like it. Just... Yeah, do you know so, what? Yeah, See, if you haven't, it's, 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 a good, uh, it's a good list to play, I think, because you, because it's simple. Yeah. Smooth brain, just get in there, have some fun, roll some dice. Yeah. You know it's what? lots of giant flies, you can't yeah, go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's 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 great. The other Nurgle list is I really, want this, I really want this to be a matchup. I want you want a mirror match. And Phil to play each other. Yeah, just to have uh, all those flies on one table is glorious. Is Scotland's <laughs> own Phil McGuinness, um, wonderful man, very experienced. <laughs> um, but he's gone for like six plague drones, three plague drones, three plague drones, three plague drones, three plague drones, and three Nurglings <laughs> so, so you can pop them up in the opponent's territory. Plus he's, he's got, gone for Orgots, the fighty of the Maggot Lords. Uh, yeah. Um, so lots of potentially low damage, but lots of disease going out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I played against this list, actually. It's... Uh, it's it's harder than it looks. I mean, it it looks, is, and, and, and it looks difficult, but it. it I, I think if it uh, goes against the mirror match, I think the Blight Lords will win because the disease will do nothing to them. Yeah. And they've got yeah. high enough armor to stop just the general spray fire. Mm. But I think, regardless of who wins, it would look amazing on the table. Oh, yeah. This oh, my God. Yeah, can you imagine? They're disgusting things everywhere. Gotta be careful moving that about, man. I can just imagine yeah, my so sleeve getting caught in everything. <laughs> yeah, on oh, the the wonderful models, but mm. a bit of a pain in to a, move. And no way for me to. It's it's not even like I can manipulate the draw because if you do that in the stats and ladders, it shows you you've, you've changed matchups. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't even sneakily make the matchups. I won't happen. It's not fair. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. the point of being a hero. <laughs> Um, but no, so I mean that one looks fun. Um, I'm always up for Nurgle because you know he's he's awesome. Nurgle is amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, nice, like it. Uh, we're we're on, to, to, on to the Soul Blight now. Yes. Kicking off with Mr. Brian Kelly, and this is all list you want to speak about, Kara. Oh yes, I just like it because it's very traditional. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's as in. 
when you imagine soul bites, it's vampires, it's yeah. lots of skeletons, it's some zombies. Jason, it's, it's Jason I actually love that, yeah. It, it's, yeah, Jason and the Argonauts, very evil dead armies of darkness with a black knight. Mm-hmm. Two units of five black knights. I love black knights. The, the, I, I took so many and they used to be useless. They're much better this edition. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just love it. I, I, I hope it does so well. Mm. I'm not sure it will, but I hope it will. Yeah. I think it will shock a few people, though. I mean, see, you know, the corpse cart and the, the dead walker zombies together. You know, you're gonna. Oh, it's... oh yeah, for you're sure. Struggle to move that. You're gonna. That'll be a shocker when, like, you try to get into it, and then all of a sudden you find yourself get, taking yeah. more I mean, wins everywhere. It's, it's, it's a unit of forty dead walkers, so I'm assuming probably the necromancers sticking around them and things. But he mm-hmm. hasn't got the um, like the grave digger and this, that, and the other with them. Um, so I, w- I want it to do well. I so want to do it. It's yeah. going to Legion of Blood as well. That's usually yeah. a new hotness. I don't know why, because I don't know enough about Soulblight. Um, Legion of Blood. Let me just double check. I thought that was more to do with your Blood Knights. I but assume I... so by the name. You're wrong. Yeah. I'm not that, I'm not that well uh, clued up on um, on Soulblight either. If I'm if I'm totally honest with you, I'm certainly not a vampire uh, vampire leaning list. But no, yeah, bear with us. Sorry. Um, well, what what is? I'll go I'll go over Gary's list because it's Legion of Blood as well, so the information will still be valid. And his list is very quick. Sure. We've got, and this is just a smashy smashy list. It's great. A vampire lord on zombie dragon. Prince of Ordry, Neferata, Skeletons, Doom Wolves, uh, Dire Wolves, Dire Wolves, and some Blood Knights. Like, yeah. Gary's just coming nice. for a good time. Yeah. <laughs> he's just going to push all that into you and see what happens. Yeah. I've not, yeah. seen, not seen Gary and Leveron, Will, and the Pollocks. They've not been at an event in a while. I'm really excited to see them again. I've not seen them in a long time. So yeah. Legion of Blood is much more focused on your actual vampire heroes and gives them okay. extra abilities. Um, so that's like tailored down for um, you can pick a hero on the battlefield. The strike last effect applies to that unit while it's within three inch of this general. So you can pick a enemy's unit and say they're striking last mm-hmm. while the general's nearby. And when the general's a zombie dragon, that's yeah. quite easy. Oh yeah, yeah. A well, got a well-timed strike last is it's just oh, it's uh, so it's unbelievably gosh. frustrating, you yeah. know. Like uh, so, it is. so it's not so much about the units; it's more about the actual heroes. So yeah. Yeah, interesting. See the the, the cloak of mist and shadows. Is that uh, ethereal or is it just that is a? I assume it's the ethereal hit? one. I know there is an ethereal zombie dragon artifact, so I would assume it's probably that one. Um, you're asking me. Um, uh, uh, ignore modifiers to save rolls for attacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah no, no. That's that's very good as well. That's a frustrator right there. Um, oh yeah, it is. It's for sure. So frustrating. And then our final soulbite list is the legendary himself, Mr. Stu West, returning oh. to his roots of. As close to a mixed death army as you can do now. Sadly, the days of mixed death are gone, but Stu refuses to let go. 
Or, or, or some might say as far away from fire slayers as you can like imagine. Well, that as well. That Stu knows well. what I'm talking about. He knows, and you know, you know. Um, so he's gone for the vampire lord and the zombie dragon, um, an abhorrent arc regent from the Feg book as an ally, a white king on steed, thirty skeletons, five black knights, five black knights, ten doom wolves, a zombie dragon, and some bats. And obviously, so you, the mixed death element is that Arch region coming in, and then he can summon in as well, because it's a War Scroll ability, not a Feck ability, so he can still be summoning in his uh, Feck units. So, yeah. I, I really like this list, actually, I have to say. Like, I mean, I, I don't know an awful lot about Soulblight, honestly, but like, uh, but just looking at it, it just looks mm. good. You know, oh, yeah. Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, Abhorrent Arch region, a White King and Skeletal Steed, already liking the sound of that, you know. Uh, two units of black knights, excellent. And then there's another zombie dragon lurking in there. Fell bats yeah. away off to get objectives and stuff. Yeah, just uh, just really like this one. Yeah, I'm really really interested to see how how he gets on with this. Um, and he's a good player. He's a very yeah. good player. Oh, of course, that goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think I think when you probably I don't think you would mind me saying this, but I, I think when you have been. <clears throat> Shackled to a four-inch movement or whatever it is that Fire Slayers yeah. uh, have, I I think this is going to be a welcome sigh of relief. Well, <laughs> like, I remember after two Worlds, inch. he was kind of happy to be away from Fire Slayers, and then he was right back into it again for uh, yeah. For Six Nations. Well, they're a great army, but oh god, if, if yeah, they they are slow, you know, like yeah, uh, I've collected uh, them a couple of times, and the movement just ends up killing my love for them very quickly. Yeah, but uh, imagine playing dwarves. You're not in boats. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I know. Unless it's Blood Bowl, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not. It's not a good thing. So <laughs> now we've got the first of our orc lists. It's cruel um, boys. Then it is. It Love is it. the lovely, the lovely cruel boys. Um, and again, it's it's Grin and Blades. It's as far as I can tell, it's a fairly standard list. Um, <laughs> you got your twelve bow boys. You got your kill bow as a nice little additional piece, and you've got one of your twenty gut rippers as a nice little. You know, threats. It's, it's got 40 gut rippers. The 20 mm-hmm. and the, the 10 are all in the wizard finders. So if he does come across a wizard, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna do work. It's plus one attack to each of them, and that's yeah. glorious. That's interesting because I don't I don't think I've seen many people doing the wizard finders. You I know, think the problem with it is most wizards you can kill reliably with whatever you're gonna put in to them. I think it's great. If we had more pink horrors on the table, I think Wizard Finders becomes very interesting. Mm. Because trying to deal with a pink horror blob and giving a unit even more attacks is great. It's also a lot of resources. It's what, one hero and two units have to go into that battalion? Mm-hmm. So you've often used those heroes to unlock Warlord or something Well, he's else. got the killer boss with it, issue. with the stab grot. So it's yeah. the, the foot um, killer the boss. Foot one rather than the the mounted one, which, you know, is only a few points more. I think it's only like 30 points more for the mounted version. It is, but that would have put him over points. And the killer boss... It would have, and I don't think the mounted one can go some into advantages. the battalion. So. Well, the mounted one can't go into the battalion either. So that'll be no, another no. reason why. And he's but got yeah. a gobsprack in there, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, in this GHB, you don't leave home without gobsprack if you can if you can take it without too much work. Yeah. Or big wah, crew boys, he's just great. 
Yeah, I mean, as as Cruel Boys let's go. This this really is is a bit of a classic list. This you know I've seen this before. Um, you know, and you know we we've talked about Cruel Boys not being able to get battle tactics and stuff like that. But it is a I like it as a list. You know, like I I, I mm-hmm. think uh, it can it oh, can yeah. hit at range. It can hit in combat. It's got tricks up its sleeve. Things that will frustrate you. You know, it's got monsters, decent casting some fast movement you know like uh i don't know like i, I just always fancy the cruel boys for some reason as a as a, a, a great models they're yeah, a dark horse great lore to them they're they're very tactical which mm-hmm. they should be i'm like i have well, I, I have your cruel boys army now cara yeah i just i'm kind of waiting to get another book at this point because i think they just kind of frustrate me right now and i don't want to play them because it will be that frustrating unit the thing i would have liked to see in the list is the new warcry warband for them because they are pretty good mm. so that, that could yeah. have been a fun little addition yeah. quite a fighty wee unit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then next on it is our, our next orc list is mr McHugh with the the iron jaws new ones yeah yeah, uh, the the big pig is gone. He's had he's had the big pig to a couple of tournaments, and it's getting thrown in the bin. <laughs> hasn't done anything for him. But yeah, he's got how much? Uh, Double war chanter because always. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, twelve twelve gore grunters, a uh, block of ten brutes and ten hard boys. You know your maw crusher. I yeah, think it's a fairly another, standard list. Another kind of classic, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it does what it does on the tin, really. Yep. And it's far too fast about it. Yeah. And then we get our our first ogre list. I quite like this one actually. Even though I have issues with Stonehorn Beast Riders, but it is uh-huh. fired on Thunder Tusk, which is it's it's four points. This list doesn't fit with any other hero. Um, so you get the Husker and Thunderdusk, Voice of Avalanche, um, the Seed of Alvagar, so it'll listen to two monstrous actions, the Rhinefrost Hide. I don't think that's a five up board one, but it might be. And then Keening Gale gives you plus three movement. And then the rest of his army is literally five Stone Arm Beast Riders. You see, okay, so, but explain to me again, right, the, the Blood Vulture. Is yeah. that not just auto D, D, D6 mortals or something like that? No, it's on like, a two up, you do one mortal wound. But, two up, sorry, two up, you do one more wound, but that's every turn for every blood vulture. Yeah, so he's got six yeah. of them. So he's picking and up he's got fucking six of them. So you can kiss, kill a minor hero. You just go, that, you're that's dead. Horrible. It is. Horrible, yes. Yeah. That's the big power behind these lists. If you can get you can get to the magic five blood vultures in your list, and six is the best, because you're... Uh, yeah, and then you roll that one, and that's fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you if you're doing that, obviously it's just a, a single mortal, whatever, which can can be good for finishing something off. But see, when you stack up that many, oh god, I can see. Like, I, now don't get me wrong, I'm coming at this almost like thinking of it like a seraphon player in some ways. But like, mm-hmm. you know, picking off all of those little wizards, like one after mm-hmm. the other after the other yeah. every turn, you're kind of like that. Wait a minute, hang on. Mm-hmm. And if you miss them in one turn, you will get them the next turn. Like yeah. so, uh, there's no hiding from it. Um, it was, yeah. If he kills like your astral bearer, all your spells are six inch less, right? right. Stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes like, the difference. Uh, um, but uh, but no, I, I think there's 
Yeah, I, I can I can see that coming in clutch a couple of times, honestly. Even even to the point you could you could reduce a unit down to take it under the amount of models where you no longer contest it anymore. You know, like or something mm-hmm. like that, which could give you the two and more. You know, yep. an extra you know extra points and stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean it's just it's it's a lovely little bit of auto almost you know auto tech you can you, you can have up your sleeve. And it, so. it's very few models to push around the table. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. It just suffers from the same thing I always think Stonehorn lists suffer from is that all your combat damage is on four ups, all your impact hits are on four mm-hmm. ups. Aside from your blood vultures, the whole army's swinging on four ups. Really. Yeah, that's. And that can yeah. be great, or it can ruin your day. This, yeah. There's no. <laughs> so like, speak of the man from experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Your army, your besides your army's on a four up save as well. Like it's. You can't really plan for anything because you, and you, if you get a double turn, if that list gets a double turn, you're going to have so little left. But if you double turn it, you can cripple it. Mm. What's the, uh, That's the dream. What's the ready for plunder? Grand strat? It's the old... Um, it's have more units in your enemy's deployment zone than they do. Oh, it's the one okay. that everybody used to be able to take from the old GHB, but the Ogres have their own version, which is good because now that one's gone. I see. Fair enough. Cool. Okay. We've got another couple of ogre lists to quickly touch over. Uh, Martins. Oh, I love this amazing. one. Amazing. Amazing. I, I love this. Firebelly, Slaughtermaster, Tyrant, um, and 20 Noblars in Meat Fist. And then the meat of the list is 12 Gluttons, 6 Gluttons, 6 Gluttons, 6 Gluttons, 6 Gluttons. Jesus Christ. All 186 wounds. Six wounds, I know. <laughs> oh my God. It is fantastic. In in two drops. In two drops. In two drops. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually a little bit speechless actually looking at that. I'm not. Okay. And that the billowing ash spell from the fire belly kicks off is it a minus one to wound or a minus one to hit aura when that spells up. I think it's minus one to hit. Um. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's such a gloriously I'll charge you and just and again, they're, you. they're doing mortal wounds on four ups each block when they charge in because it's in meat fist as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I actually do something a wee, I digress slightly. I, I really love the artwork on the cover of the uh, the ogres, um, mm. uh, 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 Baltome, and you know, this list kind of makes me think of that artwork somehow, like that's like literally representing this list. I just um, wish they had newer models for just the general ogres. I think that would improve them so much. I'll I'll leave the ogre mods as they are for now. Give me a new butcher and new slaughtermaster immediately. <laughs> True. The slaughtermaster, which is the old scrag, is thirty-six pounds at the minute. Oh, what? Yeah. God. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it's not a good model. Has- that's the other thing. It's not even a nice model. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Ricardo's list, which is Frostlord on Stonehorn, which is the only Frostlord on Stonehorn in the in the in the tournament, which is wild. <laughs> what? It's like the polar opposite of last time. Was it, was it not like we talked about this? It was like literally all Stonehorns. Yeah. What's going and on? And a fire belly, two units of six gluttons, a little beast riders, twenty noblers, and a big block of eight iron guts. Any iron guts are terrifying. They Love it. Three attacks, minus two rend, three damage each, fight twice once per game. Yeah. Fight twice. Oh, God. 
have liked. You know, you know my thoughts on that. If it was, if it was me and I like two fours, they're a bit more fragile, but eight overkills quite easily. It's it's one drop again as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. It'd be fun. I I always I always love Ogre Moor tribes. They're just just honest mm. lists. They really. Are. <laughs> it's my kind of go-to comfort army. I'm just kind of. It's like your I'm, army, my love. It really is. It is, but I think mm. you know I'm much more excited when it gets there uh, at the minute. I think Ogres just is a bit one-dimensional for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got another corn list. Again, it's one of those armies that neither, none of us here really play, so it's really hard to kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Sp- I do like the fact he's got ten skull reapers and two units of five wrathmongers. Like I've always loved the more mortal focused units like that. Um. And that's who again? Oh god, yeah, that is Jordan. Jordan Tucker. Uh, I think we've covered a lot of these. We're, we're I think it's the last Ross Sherry. Ross, yeah. Ross with the Lumineth. Yep. Isn't that the only Lumineth? It is, yeah. And it's Symmetrica. Just, just for the sheer controversy, I'm kind of hoping that we get those wizard hunters against these guys, <clears throat> just to see what happens. It's not a wizard heavy list. No, it's really not. Well, do the uh, do the uh, battle line not count as wizards? Oh no, wait, hang on, we're no, 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 it's got stone guard. Stone guard, ah. Stone guard and blade lords aren't wizards. Stone yes, stone riders are. Stone riders are, yeah. Yeah, but you can't catch them, so yep. there's no point in even thinking about that. He's <laughs> um, got the spirit of the mountain. He's got another. Oh, he's got Avalonor. He's, he's also got, got Severin, which is a. Uh, Severin's amazing. He's really gone down in favor, but. I think he can still do some work. He's probably still a bit too expensive. I really like him. I really like the speed and the fact he can smash terrain. Yeah. Rubble. He's, he's, he's so, so, so annoying. It's just losing, yeah. the, losing the opponent's shooting phase movement and staying the same points has yeah. kind of hurt them a little bit. It, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm interested to see how he does. I hope he gets some good service stories out of him. Yeah. yeah. If I'm pretty speed, sure, like... I'm pretty sure that it was against Ross where he piled. So obviously, because he's a hurricane unit, he can pile out. He doesn't have to pile into combat. He can pile away, and he tagged my units so that I couldn't fight back. Then the next turn, hero phase rolls around, and he piled into Wargog range, and I Wargogged off Severeth. <laughs> it was it was it was pretty good. Oh dear. Always, well, yeah. I mean, that was a satisfying moment. <laughs> an angry, angry orc staring at you, yeah. one eye popping. <laughs> you just, you, you can't, you can't stop that. That's just glorious. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wonder how the mechanics of that would really work, because he's swirling around fancifully don't, don't in his little tornado. Just don't think about it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, you get that feeling someone's watching you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Your head explodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. This is what it is. We'll hand it over to you, Cara, because you're the only one here that knows anything about Will's list. Yes, Skaven, glorious Skaven, my first true love. Um, it's kind of typical in some ways. Uh, it's got an arched warlock, Gracier, Gracier. So skitter leap on one Gracier, merciless Brizzard on the other. So obviously he's going to skitter leap the merciless Blizzard Gracier and just hope for the best. Because that's Skaven for you. Well, he's got to wait till the next turn, remember? Yeah, you can't you can't yeah. use it after you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but still, it's still it's still good, and you can still 
also teleport yourself as well forward yeah, yeah. with the no holes and everything. There's there's a lot of movability with it anyway. Mm. Um, it's got Warbringer Vermin Lord, so that's the really fighty one, and that's his general. So yeah, that's gonna slap something chronic because they always do. Um, mm-hmm. Three units of clan rats. Minimum size, they're only 20, but they're actually deceptively difficult to remove because you can get yes. back to C3 every battle shock phase. Um, it's also, if you're fighting the clan rats, you're fighting the wrong thing in this list. You've got another unit you really want to But you have no at. choice because they're the ones... Yeah, you, you kind of have to. Have That's what I found yeah. with them. Yeah, you, you, it, you it's, sort of... it's like your skinks or anything like that. You, just, you have to fight them because mm-hmm. otherwise you don't... Actually, you know, he's got four units of clan rats and Forgot yeah, the there's, a che- there's a cheeky hidden one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a cheeky hidden one under the double, re- well, the reinforced unit of Storm Fiends, because, <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, but do it's, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, you get them out there, you choke the board up, you know, mm-hmm. you, you start getting in, into objectives and stuff like that, and all the while, you know, you've got your Storm Fiends coming in. and. Well, the Storm Fiends are coming in via the Warp Grinder, I would assume, um, so you can't target them straight away. Yeah. And then he's also got White Invoker, Vortex, and the Jaws. So your clan yeah. rats are tying up your opponent, and then you slap down the Vortex exactly. nearby, and the Jaws running over them, and you're just slaughtering them while your clan rats die, because who cares, they're clan rats. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, um, it's no. I actually think this is quite a nicely constructed list. I can see, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see what's happening here, you know. Um, as long as those Storm Fiends don't get blizzarded or some kind of crazy thing like that because yeah. that's what it's kind of all I, f- I feel like it's kind of they're just so good you know they're the things that start really really removing stuff everything else feels a uh-huh. bit like a kind of setup you know some but things, um, yes they can when they pop off they're amazing yeah but i think they're also slightly a distraction kind of effects ah okay for the because everyone knows that storm fiends are horrible right so they will target them or they will um, deploy knowing that they can pop up with the Warp Grinder, so they'll try and position against it and things like that. The Warbringer can really slaughter, and those two endless spells combined can destroy your own army. Yeah. 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 Sorry to give away your plots there, yeah. Will. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but if you then again, if you leave the Storm Fiends alone, then they will also destroy your army. So the, yeah. The, I've actually, it's exactly right what you're saying. I've actually been on both sides of that as well. Like, and that's what I, I came away thinking, uh, I don't know if I understand how to deal with Skaven. Like, you know, like at this moment, I mean, I had a terror instance, I think, where it was like, who was it? I think it was Bazooka, actually. I was playing him in. He, um, he, was, he was a big Storm Dean guy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he did two units of six, I think. And then he, he also had the Vortex right in front of me and it was yeah. just causing all kinds of problems. And, um, and then that was when you know you were he was he was using I think uh, Loach on to bring bring yeah. forward um, Thankful. Uh, Thankful, yeah, and and it was like oh god, well, how do you, how do you deal with this? You know, because because as well, especially you you're trying to shut down the knowholes, so you're deploying to try and stop anything coming in unexpectedly, but then you're weakening your line, which then you know it's just such a it's such an all round great. I really I really like Skaven actually. I know that it, you know they're probably. The, the meta is shifting a bit for them and stuff, but uh, the Skaven book wasn't the best, especially in layout. But um, 
I, I love it because they allowed you to still have that combined um, list without massive penalties. It wasn't, yeah. okay, this is one faction. This is Because Skaven should, in theory, be able to just hire each other, no problem. But yeah. he's... Um, the Skaven book has one major flaw. What? What's that? There's no battle line Doom Wheels. Well, that's true. Interestingly, I notice he's got control of the Nexus for Grand Strat. So if he slaps Lightning Vortex in the center of the table, you don't want to go near it. But you've got to because of the Grand Strat. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so that's yeah, it's what one to watch. I, I really do think this is one to watch. Um, oh, yeah. I, I will always watch Skaven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. never Will, know because they kill kill. Will was always yeah. a good player. Like I've not seen him in a while now. Um, I believe he yeah. doesn't drink now, which makes me feel old. Um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That'll be Lewis one day. It's all part of the, the ball part of the strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lewis's so, first yeah, night out in a. Well, I think that's the last one. Yeah, that's it. Oof. Mm. Almost two do. hours. Two, 20 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> we sort of did do every list, bar the ones we didn't really know much about, like the corn. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I lost over them, but you know. Yeah, an interesting mix there for me. Like, I, I kind of feel like there's there's a there's a good bit of filth, there's a good bit of fun in there. Um, I think it's, it's a healthy mix. I don't yeah. think it's some pyramids have been. I think it's the level, yeah. the no. level of filth is, is not what it is. I agree. I agree. But that's that's it's also kind of a good thing, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. It's, it's exactly. the last two days of the year, so it's nice to chill out a little bit. I, I think it's obvious that some people have taken lists that are smoother brain and therefore because they just want to focus on the enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me being one that's of them. Whereas I'm taking lists I've never played before. And running an event all at the same time. Yes. What could well, go wrong? it's <laughs> <laughs> like rough brain yeah yes um and then throw in some beer and you know and all that jazz and, and shuffleboard i mean what could go wrong really you know um what Absolutely. could go wrong is you're not there andy so. oh i know i know i'm sorry <laughs> okay. i know but uh i don't know if it occurred on the current trajectory uh <laughs> it certainly wouldn't be it wouldn't be seraphon anyway in fact actually yeah. i think um i think uh uh, although I'm taking a step back from things just to, to kind of refresh, I think uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to uh, to getting back into Night Hunt. You know, let's let's just keep it simple. Yeah, sorry. well, do you know, I may take you up on that because Gargans has been on my mind a little bit. Uh, I've said this before it, on the show, but like uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming at some a, point. It's such a palate cleanser. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, I tell you what, the though, two armies people pick up as palate cleansers are ogres and Gargans. Mm, mm-hmm. A lot of people Ch- pick up ogres. The chunky boys. Them. Yeah, because they're just chunky to paint. It doesn't take you long to go on the table, and they're so just they do one thing, and you just do that. You say mm. they don't take long to paint, but this is me and Andy you're talking to. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll still take ages to paint them all, yes. and we shouldn't take ages. <laughs> I know. I know. Amazing. God, 100%. Whereas, but yeah, just, any of my armies, your feet are bar. Beasts, beasts. Oh, With bull just charge at people with minotaurs. 
Yeah, I mean, Lewis suggested to me, why don't I take Sylvaneth and run that? And I'm like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I feel like I should know it. I played against it so much, but I don't. I don't even feel I fucking know Seraphon well enough at the moment. <laughs> like so, like I don't really know. I just, that's why I like Night One, man. I just want to roll four up saves. I don't have to change. I don't really <laughs> want to. Take bravery ten across everything. Like you know, you can't even. You can't even all out defense really, apart from you know, discord or whatever. But like you can't. You know, it's just like yeah, okay. Let's play. Let's just fly around and scare people. Uh, so yeah, I love it. But anyway, yeah, time will tell. So what Indeed. people have been waiting for the dun, fifth dun, dun. final battle plan. So we'll quickly, might as well go over the other ones. Just list them out. So mission one is going to be power flux. Mission two, fountains of frost. Then mission three, nexus collapse. Then everyone collapses. We in the next day, and we play a nice, simple game of Geomantic Pulse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. was going to do limited resources game. Oh, now. you bad person! Uh, <laughs> and then it turned out I might be playing, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so be grateful, people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> game four, and you've got hangovers. Yeah. So mission five. Is no risk, no reward. Deploying combat, wizards exploding, all the good stuff. Amazing. Yeah, they'll be thrilled. Thrilled, I tell you. There is also going to be spot prizes for each mission, um, so I will shout them out for the every spot prizes. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, really good. So that is. But that's again, happening one, due to the generosity of everyone. That's yeah. what I was going to say. That is one of the things I had to cut that I mean, I've been able to put back in now. So that will be happening. And there will be another prize that will be revealed on the day. I mean, Amazing. Yeah, unfortunately, though, there's no general loot for people. Yeah, there is no, there's no swag this time there's no swag yeah. but that's again that's because of just funding and obviously it takes a while to organize swag so yeah it's also the swag something i think might be falling by the wayside from tournaments in general yeah uh, i i wouldn't worry the, too much about it honestly like i think uh, no i mean I'm, uh, I'm not, <clears throat> if you look into the costs like again you can go on like any website that orders or stuff those those little you know, three inch sticks that you know, y'all we all used to get like sweeties, they're you know, two, three quid each. And everyone has loads of them now. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, there's always new players in the scene, of course, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but you know, that adds a lot per ticket price to, to do something like yeah. that. And that's seen as a, as a little thing, so yeah, I just think it's with the rising costs of everyone. I think as much as tournament prices are going to be going up most likely i think it's also smart to try and keep them down as much as we can and yes if swag has to be put by the wayside then i think that's kind of realistic i think a lot of people would agree with you on that i really do yeah i mean they're, they're you know it's like I, I wanted to do dice for this tournament oh dice are so expensive though but that was it i looked into the cost of what it would cost to get the dice i wanted made um and I'm not going to say on the podcast how much it costs. I'm happy to tell people in person that the cost was astronomical. 
um, for for what it wanted. And I was like, and yeah, obviously, you know, you buy more dice you need, then you sell off the rest, then you try and, you know, make it work that way. But even with that, it would be, it would just be silly money. And I think as well, that's something else I have noticed. A couple of tournaments I've been to that have been selling dice, we're now above the, used to be for years, it was one pound of dice, so 10 for 10. But that's gone now. You're well over a pound of dice. Mm. Um, you're probably looking at one pound fifty a dice a lot, a lot of times. Yeah. Realistically, it's just the nature of things. Everything else has gotten more expensive, so hobby stuff does as well. And we'll yeah. all do the best we can. I know I've spoken a lot about rising prices, but I think we'll all do our best to try and keep those prices down. But I think it's something to bear in mind that. Yeah, but I mean, as well, you you were talking about putting a survey out, right, about this, and and I think this is a really good opportunity to to really get some data back from the community about what matters, you know, like, uh, um, to them, you know, in terms of this kind of stuff, because the answers might surprise us, you know, like, uh, I might find that that realistically they they're quite happy with, you know, a couple of good trophies here or there, whatever, but the swag just doesn't matter, and if we can, you can reappropriate that cost somehow, and brilliant, you know, like, but... Mm -hmm. Um, so you know when when this does go out, I would de definitely encourage people don't ding it. You know, like uh, we, it really does help. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say when you get that out next week, I'm gonna be sharing everywhere I can, and the feedback will be shared with the entire sort of TO group in Scotland, so that we can all go forward together and not be trying to get at each other's throats. Like it needs to be as a community, we all need to work together to try and figure out what we want. And the only way we're going to know that is if people ideally answer the survey and ideally answer it honestly. It's not going to be anonymous anyway. So, like, yeah. it's not like we're going to know what you're thinking. It's just... Oh, if, we'll if, know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know who you <laughs> are. Don't, uh, if, if you think your tournament's too expensive, just, like, one, if, if, you know, there's, say, three different price options available, you think they're too expensive, then say that. Don't just say, oh, it'll be fine. We run the tournaments and then TOs start losing lots of money because that doesn't work either no because then tos get discouraged and we don't yeah. run anymore and then the answer exactly so i think i think but i think as well we learned the scene is is in a good space it's in a better space than i realized it was in terms of events because i know there's not a lot announced for next year again this is probably one of the reasons why but i think like up in aberdeen we haven't had much events recently and there's now at least two being planned for up this way which is great i mean we've relied on everything being down down your way for a long time and i think that that will also help is having more smaller events locally mm -hmm. and then the bigger events can then be left to kind of flourish hopefully 100 yeah yeah cool yeah, so yeah that's a, that's a longer one that's what right, she now, said. two and a half hours my goodness I know. It's like Farmhammer the movie. It is. It is. <laughs> I've uh, I finished my terrain. So hopefully everyone's now arrived at Ellen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen to it. Driving you listen up to this after Ellen is a waste of time, really. It's kind of listen to it tomorrow, or it's not really that exciting. <laughs> well, no, it's from still uh, into like Ellen. It's two and a half, so you know that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this will this will hopefully go out as soon as I can get ready to go out. Um, I'm going to go and finish my packing slash start my packing um, <laughs> uh, sort all these boxes of terrain to bring in uh, the trophies are all ready so yeah it's going to be a busy evening but I think we're in a good place I think tomorrow's going to, the weekend should go quite well yeah, yeah amazing
Yeah, really, really sorry I couldn't be there. Actually, I think it is going to be great. I, a lot of people have been talking about it. A lot of people there's been a lot of enthusiasm about it, uh, and the usual channels. So yeah, it's going I mean, to be I, it's going to be amazing. I hope we can run it next year. I think it's a unique thing that we have here, and I agree. It would be a shame to let it go. So I think we just need to approach it the best way that we can and try and. It's it's running games in the brewery. What can go wrong? Yeah. That's it. That's it. I'm gonna try and do what I can to make it happen next year. I think. I think the like I said earlier, I was ready to not do it again. The community showed me there's a demand for it. I want to see if I can make it happen next year. Amazing. Unless, of course, I am ruined by the end of this weekend and I'm pulling what little hair I have left out. Oh mate, not... you will be ruined, but then two weeks later you'll be <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, you know, exactly. maybe I will. <laughs> Uh, end of the week, I'll be like, ah, you know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> or maybe a month later. Maybe a month. We'll see. This is yeah. Yeah, and all this, but then a lot of this stuff we've got ready now for this year, all the terrain and that is hopefully is something that, again we have now. So next year should be yeah. easier. Hundred percent. Yeah. So with that, we'll get this sorted out. I'll get it uploaded as soon as I can, and then when that happens, the list will be public as well. Oh, amazing! Brilliant. Right. Well, lovely talking to you guys again, as always, sharing our thoughts yes. and our musings. It's, it's goodbye from Alva. Mm. Goodbye from Glasgow as well. Thanks, everybody. Thanks again for everything. Goodbye from Rhoda. <laughs> no one knows about. No one knows where it is. <laughs> no. no. Uh.